We'll be live. We'll be live. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus. What are you doing? What are you doing? What have you got for us today? Oh, we have so many things going on. More protests in Iran, more updates, more political changes. Like the protest, there's protests, but there's also a lot of like behind the scenes that are happening that we want to talk about. Um, yeah. There is more footage from the ground that I haven't shown yet on stream. If you guys are interested in that, I could show you that. Yeah. Um, there is, oh, I'm actually looking at what I have. I have so much. Um, before we start with the, uh, also guys, we have patron questions that we, I want to answer today. So we have, I have five patron questions that I would like to answer, but I want to start by showing some videos. Is that, is that cool? Just, just, before, just before you go there, let me ask, um, uh, actually, let me tell people, obviously we've been keeping an eye on, um, on, on what's been happening in Iran. Um, and I spoke with, uh, Nuri and I spoke with, um, Mariam. With Mariam, yeah. So you can. Yeah. I, I, I'm really hating this. I, I don't know why it doesn't let me show my screen. Um, like whatever tabs open, that's that's the one it, it should show. But I don't know why it doesn't show the one that I want to show. So is it this one? Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. So um, do check this out. Mariam Namazi explains what's been happening in Iran uh, for the first time. Actually, not for the first time, but one of, it's it's one of the very rare occurrences that I've got hundred like I've got three hundred likes or something, and they're all hundred percent, hundred percent like ratio. Um, Mariam explained it really well. So, but obviously that was about three days ago, um, last Sunday. So obviously there've been some more developments since then, and I am dying to um, I'm dying to see that uh, actually hear from Armin Nawabi. Because obviously a lot, a lot has changed in the last three or four days. I believe is that right? Yes. The main okay. So which one do you want to know first? The major changes or some new videos? Which one would you rather do first? Okay, let's just go with major changes. Actually, no. Let's let's just uh, warm it up. Uh, show us some videos. Show us what All you've right. got. So have you seen these videos that I'm about to share? Like. No. I, I, I have been following this Twitter trend, Masa Amini, and um, yes, yeah, some I see, some I don't, uh, but right. this one, I'm I don't gonna, think I've seen I'm this. Gonna, I'm going to start late, okay? I just want to show you how badass some of these women are, right? You can see this girl back there fighting with by herself, standing there, like, look at her, like she has the come at me bro <laughs> arms. <laughs> Like in front of all those officers there with like riot gear and everything, she's fighting them. She's fighting them, right? Yeah, but like I get scared friend... though. Yeah, but uh -huh. I get scared though. I, I get scared for them because some of them have been really brutally beaten up by um by these, yeah. by these guards. There was one video that she, another girl that was fighting. I don't know if I have that today. And they beat her, and she falls, and she gets up, and she fights them again after she's beaten, beaten. Like instead of crying and running away, it, she she. Gets her off, off, and she goes back at the officers that just beat at her. But look yeah. at this. This is beautiful because you saw, you see her friend. She's like, I'm not going to let my friend be alone there. So she's like, look at her. Look at that badass over there. And she goes, and she stands with her, right? And she holds her like, I'm here. I'm here. Who are... <laughs> so, she's not alone. What, what, what was that? What was that? 
What was that uh, scene in Avengers uh, where uh, Scarlett Johansson's character, she's about to be beaten up by, uh, or something, and then this alien woman says, oh, you're, you're alone. And then and the Scarlett Johansson comes and she says, but she's not alone. And then boom, oh, yeah, yeah, bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Um, oh, wait, I have so many. I, okay, I'm not going to show all of it today. But this one, just so, just so, so you see why why that is actually very brave is because this is what so this is another woman who's like coming going walking towards the officers challenging yeah. them and this officer is not having like look at this officer like look how aggressive okay yeah. this person is so this is, it's a girl okay it's a woman sorry it's a woman by herself standing in the middle of the street and this guy with riot gear and look at his decision making process look what he does look at the moral standards that these these assholes have look at this so he's going at her. Yeah, this is the one I saw. Yeah, I saw this one. I, I, look at this. Yeah, I saw that one. Like, what look is this? this? Yeah, I know. What? Is where this? is that rage coming from? Like, I mean, he should be like, he should be like, yeah, I'm just doing my job. Yeah, but just why? Why are there so many emotions involved in this? I don't know. I think the, okay. Um, you have audio when I play this, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I heard it. Okay. Yeah, there was. Okay, this so screen, I think yeah. they are genuinely think like these people are. Um, the, some of some of them are are thinking think that this regime is what is upholding Islam, okay? And this is God's regime on earth, preparing the way for the Imam Mehdi to come back. And these are its enemies. I think that's that's what the mindset that some of these people have, right? And like these are depraved, you know, whorish, liberal, you know, Western-minded, brainwashed, Zionist-influenced women. Who are corrupting the regime from within, and yeah. that's why they have so much anger. I think, that if I had to guess, I think that's what they. But look at this picture. Look at this picture. Oh yeah, that was a badass photo. That, yeah. Oh my god. This yeah, is this so is a badass photo. Yeah. Man, anyway, so much courage. Yeah. Yeah. This is one. I, I mentioned this last time. One thing that is poetic about this revolution is that the Islamic Republic came into power originally because for. for limiting women's liberation okay yeah. the main reason because throughout the history of shia iran shia iran before the Revol islamic revolution the mullahs and the monarchs were with each other the the mullahs saw the monarchs as the people who gave them legitimacy and vice versa right mm. it, khomeini and some other mullahs problem the the first thing that divided them was that the shah was bringing education and the right to vote and liberty and all that stuff to women that was the first drift between the the, the first cracks between their alliance right and right. eventually that led into more division and eventually the islamic re revolution right right and now the fact that women the thing that started all of this which was women might be actually what ends all of this is just mm -hmm. poetic it's just poetic right okay just, so just a, just a um a weird coincidence i just noticed between um the Iran, iranian monarchy and their deal with the uh, with them with the clergy and we had the same thing happen in saudi arabia but they got in they got in the bed with um with with the clergy they said okay well you you look after the religious affairs and we look after the governance and that's yes. why Saudi Arabia, the, the, monarchy, the monarchy has survived. But here you're saying 
um, they said, no, hang on. Okay, this is where we draw the line. And obviously the monarchy fell. Yes, yes. Historically, even throughout Islamic um, history, you had the Islamic scholars or the ulama and you had the khalif. And yeah. there was they were separated, like you had the secular version and the religious section, and they backed each other up, right? Even though they mm. com didn't completely like each other, they keep backing each other, okay? Um, and usually they when the system cracked, it was because there was a division between these two groups. Um, like if, that's why Saudi Arabia was panicking with Wahhabism, uh, when Wahhabis were rising against the House of Saud, okay. and they were like, and they started placating them right after, because they know how dangerous that is. And that's why Mohammed bin Salman might be actually playing a dangerous game right now. Because Mohammed bin Salman is now also like pushing aside the Wahhabis, and some people are like, "This is this might." It is a dangerous over. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely a dangerous game. Look how look how they the woman that they arrest. Look how they take them around. Like this is like this is like I don't know handmade sell like up to on steroids. Anyways, um, one thing mm. I want to show is that one sign of the desperation of the regime is that they have look at this, okay. These are mm. children. The regime has children in its ranks trying to um, control the protests. Do the dirty work, yeah. Yeah, but the, like, I don't know. Are they like running out of men that they are bringing boys? No, like, no, but I think no. That looks like a girl, though. No, she looks no, like a woman. That's, no, there's actually multiple pictures like this of little boys. No, this is not a okay. This is first of all, if she was a girl and on the side of the regime, she would be wearing the chador. This is definitely a boy. Right, okay. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. This is not this is not how pro regime girls come out. Okay. <laughs> like a t-shirt. <laughs> no, but her head but her head looks covered, so I thought maybe it's just a modern hijab or something. No, no, this is not it's not at all. This is a t-shirt is not at all what a pro regime. This is this is actually like even for liberals, this is like too liberal in Iran. Right? Yeah, so so what do you so, yeah, so so what do you think is going on then? Like, uh, are they running out of grown-up men? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just. Um, uh, I don't know why they would do that. Um, because they they seem to act like they have enough resources, but that's when you see that you're like you start questioning that. Um, yeah, because one thing that happens in these situations is always the, the, um, these tyrant regimes fear one thing that when their soldiers are going to stop taking the orders or they're going to start defying the orders. They're going to say, no, we're not going to shoot at our own people. Like the previous footage that you showed where that guy, obviously he genuinely believed um, in, the, um, uh, in the, in the Islamic Republic. That's why he came so aggressively at that woman. But it, it's highly, it, it's very likely that a lot of these people would be saying, you know what? I'm not going to beat up my own, my own friends. Oh, there I mean, are signs. There are signs of that happening. Okay. We've been okay. hearing whispers of that happening. Um, right. Some people are let go, like some people get arrested and the other people are letting them go. Um, you know, some people are like being commanded to do something and they're acting like they're not getting the command. I don't know how genuine these reports are, but we keep, we're like, we're hearing them more than before. Um, like, is it just rumor or is it credible? The fact that there, you hear more of it might suggest that there's something to it. But one thing that it is credible is the Instagram account, one of the Instagram accounts of the Artesh. Okay. I don't, so for people who don't know, uh, in Iran, we have two major armed forces. One is the Sepah, or as other people know it as, is the IRGC. And the other one is the Artesh. The Artesh predates the Islamic revolution. 
So it was right. something that's uh, continued from the Shahsan, the Pahlavi dynasty type, right? The Sepah or the IRGC is what Khomeini added as an anti-coup measure, right? Which now has become not just a um, military force, it has become an economic and political force then that might even be more powerful than the supreme leader itself. That's how important the IRGC is. What's the morality police? What does morality police fall into? Uh, fall under? Okay, morality police, if you are talking about Nuri and Tazami, that falls under the presidency, so it's like not like not, neither of these two. But if you're talking about the Basij, which is like the the people who are wear normal clothing, like um, they don't wear any uniforms or anything, they come out in the street. Um, the Basij is part of the IRGC. Right. right. And sometimes actually they fight each other, like we have history. Anyways, so... The people, okay, so the, the thing is that no matter how many times we see this protest, and uh, if the people don't have any armed forces to back them up, this is not mm. going to go anywhere, right? So people right. have been historically um, suggesting three ways to eventually end this revolution and make it a successful revolution is to, the three, the one that is the least popular is to get the, to get the U.S. involved, right? The second one, which is the most controversial, is to arm the people, okay? And the third one, which some people suggest that it's the most likely is to eventually get a part of the armed forces to take the side of the people, right? Right. Um, and that's that is the one that people are now talking about the most, ho hopefully. And the Artish is what people want, like hoping beyond hope that one day the Artish joins the people, okay? Because the Artish has a brand of being pre the Islamic Revolution, right? Right, right, right. So they're right, more so likely to do it, right? So they're like, it's less ideological, even though the artist sometimes comes out and says like, no, they're completely backing up the regime, blah, blah, blah. Some people are suggesting that they are le less ideological. They have a longer history of being pro-Iran. The, the Sepah or the IRGC is not an entity that is supposed to protect Iran. It's an entity that is supposed to protect Islam. Okay. The Artesh mm. is the entity that is supposed to protect Iran. So they're like, right. some Artesh might like protect Iranians against the support. Well, we, I don't know. But the thing that has changed is that on the Instagram, one of the Instagram accounts of um, the Artesh, there has been some activity that actually now their Instagram account is down. I don't know if I went, went to show but, uh, screenshots of it because it's Persian, so people don't understand. But I, I could bring it up. But they use the hashtag Mahsa Amini. Really? I, in the in his artist Instagram and saying that there's and the content of the video was we're standing with the people. No way. So yeah, how how is it that, that's a major development? That that's like that's a major uh, development, yes. <laughs> that is a major development. <laughs> so I don't know what that means. And the fact like we, we were wrong, what the hell is happening? And the fact that the Instagram account was taken down again, um Make, like I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, okay? I'm just telling you what happened. No, but if they if, no, but if they if they hashtag Masa yeah, Amini, then if yeah. they hashtag Masa Amini, then then you know th then this is it. This is major. This is this is massive. It's like is, so. Hang on. So between the Revolutionary Guards and Artishi, which one is more powerful? Okay, so the the Artish has more people. The IRGC has more economic and political power. Right. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, but in these situations, you need muscle. You need you need who's who's more organized, who's who's more like a more of a more of an army. You know, army is obviously more powerful. I think Artesh is okay. So Artesh is more powerful, but ever every year, oh, we got a super chat. Every year they have reduced 
their artaceous budget and have increased the IRGC's budget every year. So as a way to apparently they want to shift control from one side to another. Right? right. So you can see, okay, but let me show you the Instagram, but let's address the super chats first. Hold on. Where's the super chat? Uh, did I start yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Hey yeah. man, sorry. Been busy lately. Hope you're well. Hey George. Thank you very much. Thanks for your support, mate. Yeah. All right. Let me show you. Okay. So this is it. Look at this. This is the Instagram account that was belong to one of uh, Artish's Instagram accounts, right? And they look- Yeah, an official account? Like, that, no, that looks like some ordinary person, Shahid Sattar Air Force. No, no, it was officially an Artish's, Artish's um, Instagram account. One of them, okay? Air Force? Does, the, does, the Air Force, does the Air Force fall under them? Yes, 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 yes. So this is like a proper military? Yes. reporting any of no, but how could it be fake is it yeah but how could it be fake he's saying it yeah he is or, saying or, it. Or, or, but you're saying it could be an old video or you, you might be speaking in a different context yeah, maybe what is the soldier saying he's talking about how he will defend the country against all attacks and he is he is he stands for freedom and liberty. Anyways, oh look at this. Look at what it says on the screen. Like another. Hold on. They put like this, and on the screen it says. This is Artish. Artish. Fadai Millet. Fadai Millet. Millet means people. Uh, the government, the country, country. No. Oh, no, people. Nation. nation. Yeah, nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I, I don't know. There's some, there's some, another escalation. Another escalation is rumors of Khamenei's death. Okay. Yeah. I heard about it. I don't it know. I don't know if Khamenei is dead or not. Okay. But what we do know for sure is that he usually, when, when, when protests like this happen, okay, it takes between two to three days for him to come out and say something. Okay, and the man hasn't been seen for more than ten days. <laughs> okay, so right. even if he's alive, this is he's new. pretty sick. 
I don't know if he's sick or not, but why this is a different? Why is Khamenei not coming out and like condemning the protests and saying like, ah, this is Zionist? We'll, we'll call for calm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't yeah, know. Right. This is the first time that he's just like completely radio silence. And even if he's alive, the fact that he, the man is not responding and the, the fact that rumors of his deaths are spreading is significant. The music around, yeah. right, right. What would happen if, let's just say, if he is dead? And they're trying to keep it under uh, under wraps, so you know, just to calm things down. What would happen, like, if he's really, really dead, and, and it's confirmed he's dead? What do you reckon could happen? Um, so, first thing is that the understanding is that Khamenei himself wanted his son Mushtaba Khamenei to become the supreme leader. Okay, mm. but they have done a very, very poor job in preparing for all of this like because the people like when Khomeini died at least Khomeini was recognized as the president people knew him it was some form of it took a while to transfer the charisma to, from the one branch to another and a whole bunch of it was lost a lot of loyalty was lost but right now there is no candidate right now that you could pick as the supreme leader and that wouldn't cause division among people that are even loyal to the Islamic Republic of Iran right so if you see division between the people that are currently loyal to the Islamic Republic of Iran that would that would open the uh, floodgates for the opposition to be able to come in extra hard right one reason why if he's not dead the, if he is dead they might not want to announce it is because they might be inviting mass protests again right um if if he isn't dead Maybe they're playing games with people to give people's hopes up, and then people say he's dead, and then come out like, ha, he was psych, he's alive. I don't know to to just remove the hopes from people and stuff like that. But right. uh, this this is bringing um, practice to people, okay? Because th these protests, if they you know when they stop and if the regime doesn't fall, every single time that we have new protests, new red lines are being crossed and new possibilities are being examined, right? Every protest compared to the last one, more red line, more impossible, seemingly impossible red lines are being crossed. And if the protests keep con and distance, this is key. Okay, so, so the, the difference, the, the the distance between the protests are shortening. Okay, what does so, that mean? Like it used to be a decade between protests. Oh, then yeah. it was one or two years. Then it was. One frequencies increasing so now yeah. we're going to get to like are we going to get to a point where we're going to have protests every month because the regime at some point it will get to a place where the regime cannot stand all of this opposition even if they even if it survives this one right um if you see the regime the people okay can lose many many times many protests they could lose many protests many battles okay yeah. and they could keep coming back but the regime has to lose only once for this to be successful and every and every set of demonstrations actually weakens the government yes yes and you need the major thing you need the major thing you need is division between them between them and you for you to have to do that you have to shame them you have to shame them for the lack of morality because it's working okay more mm. and more people are coming and like i used to be pro regime celebrities uh, more religious people uh, mullahs coming out and calling out the immorality of this regime and if you could cause division between them because the people who are anti-regime are already like they have made their mind they don't want any reforms they want the regime to go to, to they want to get rid of it 
But if you could convince more of the people that are on their side to be on the side of the people, that's when you could see real results. It's just hard. To, if there, it's just hard to imagine how this could continue without something major changing, especially if Khamenei's death happens. If Khamenei, by the way, if Khamenei hasn't is not dead, this is really good practice. The, the rumors of him's death is good practice for the for the day when he actually dies. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is yeah. this is interesting. So um. So obviously, we, uh, there's somebody made a point that. Um, it looks like the the strength of these demonstrations is actually weakening. It's waning. Is that is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Are you that's what you would, about that. First, of, there, there's two things. Okay. Uh, first of all, that's what you would expect. There's going to be initial um, main oh, surge, yeah, and, then, yeah, and yeah. then it will die down a bit. Okay. And then the question is that would it go back up again, or will it stay that in that level? All right. Um, it's hard to know based on because the internet is getting more and more like you know i can't even it talk down, to yeah. my dad You're losing yeah it, i yeah. can't even talk to my dad right now in iran right so sometimes when the videos come out less it might be more because the internet because the, at first they slowed down the internet and shut it down in some places then they shut it out everywhere so it's hard to know exactly if the protests are dying but the they are probably are somewhat dying down right but again this is not again this is just one battle but we have an entire war going on, right? And again, the point and they can is come back again six months later again, yes, uh, when yes, he yes. when Kamina actually dies. They can come oh, back yes, again. Yes. This was a dress rehearsal. What about internet? You, you said the internet. Uh, they, they, they've been shutting down um, the internet. But Elon Musk has spoken. Yes. What's yes. going on there? Elon Musk. Elon Musk has responded. He he has made. He wanted to make um, his Starlink satellite internet um, available in Iran. Or it just seems like a dream come true for everybody in Iran. Mm. So be able to have access to it. Like that is the most significant weapon in Iranian protesters' hands if the internet becomes freely available to them without, like, not freely, like without filtering or censorship available to them. You know, yeah. that would that would be a major, major game changer, right? And Elon Musk is saying that he's doing that, like the same way they did it for Ukraine. And it was a big game changer for Ukraine as well, but it would be an even bigger game changer for Iran because they don't have access to free information right now, right? That the mobilization access, you know, the the access to you know, information for people who might be pro-regime is going to be so much easier. Challenging the regime's narrative is going to be so much easier. Uh, we were go we're going to have a lot more access to our fellow Iranians, um, which I do a Persian show and I don't have access to the vast majority of the, my potential audience, right? Because of the lack of internet access, right? Because it all it's all blocked. It's on YouTube and Instagram is now even blocked, right? So th I, that would be amazing. Um, the 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 great thing is that the Biden administration has came and responded to Elon Musk and. Very surprisingly, I don't know if the, who's responsible for this is the, uh, the U.S. government actually, but the U.S. government usually these things take a while, but they responded very fast and they removed all legal barriers because Iran is under sanctions, so you can't actually like provide internet there. You might get into legal trouble. But they went like this in, in, in removing all the legal barriers for Elon Musk to be able to do this. So that's amazing. Um, now the only question is how to get the hardware in because the hardware. Just having satellite internet access is not good enough. You actually need the hardware, and you also need some other people to buy it for them, like for your friends and family there, because you can't actually pay <laughs> the Starlink mm. because 
Iran's blacklisted financially and all like they, they can't actually use credit cards or anything to pay for the service right so it would right. probably be like like some people have it because their family bought it for them outside of Iran stuff like that but again even if a couple of even if like only a thousand people have it in yeah, yeah, yeah. Iran, they can just share it yeah they can just use yeah. it as a broadcasting station yeah no I mean no the, the, the only thing people could send their stuff to them using the internal network that they have and from them it could go outside the country that's what you could do like all the stuff that you need to say and receive so that's well, all we need all we need all we need are like fresh videos coming out uh, out from the streets of iran that's all yeah. we need yeah? and also guidance going in tactical yeah. guidance tactical do you guidance. think now here's a moral dilemma a lot of people have been asking me this question and I, and I said well this is the problem yeah the moment western powers get involved it becomes pandemonium it becomes it just goes crazy then then you then you get the naysayers the opportunity to say hey look see this is a western conspiracy so what do you think what can the west do like i mean if they if they give them weapons and it's a problem if they don't give them weapons then and a lot of people are actually saying hey look why is the biden administration and the west at large just quiet on this okay so first of all they're not complaining about them being quiet about it because they're not quite quiet about it the biden yeah, administration thought, yeah. Have, no, yeah the biden but they haven't given an official like, statement though have they given no, an no, official no. statement what, what people like masiel and Najad are upset about is the continued negotiations over jcpoa right so okay. because the biden administration has come out and condemned this like very aggressively more than obama ever did because they they actually came out and said that we've learned our mistakes from obama's administration because when the green revolution happened in iran obama completely stayed st stood away from that Straight point, yeah. and they, they didn't even um they didn't even endorse it or any say anything so in support of it the reason is obama administration eventually they came out and said that the reason why we didn't do that is because we were supporting it we wanted to support it but we thought us supporting it would be bad for the people but then the people of iran constantly condemn obama's administration for not saying anything about it right so the biden administration has said like yeah okay that was a mistake um and they're admitting that that was a mistake and they're like we are supporting the iranian people talking about it we like fully like this we, we are asking for the regime to blah 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 but then people like masia Najad is like that's just talk that doesn't have anything that has no influence you're just talking this is not what we want we want actual um observable actions and you could start by not doing the jcpoa negotiations with the islamic uh, the islamic republic like you're still like as the regime is killing iranian people this is a terrorist state and you are negotiating with them uh you should and but the but the white house has came came out and said like we could we these two things have to be separate the the jcpoa negotiations and us supporting the iranian people those are two separate things and we can do we we have to we have to separate these from each other and their justification for it is that this regime is obviously dangerous and a violation violator of human rights but if it had nukes it would be even more aggressive in, in its violations of human rights because it would not fear anything anymore. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. so they say the reason why we have to continue with the JCPOA negotiations is to make sure that this regime doesn't even become even more aggressive because now it has nukes. That's what they're right. right? Um, so, speaking of Masih Ali Nijad, uh, we've got, we've got, um, she did. Did you did you get to see this New Yorker article? 
Um, can you, can you add my screen? Can you add okay. my screen? Yeah. Yes, yep, it yep. says, I'm leading this movement. The quote, the, the, the quoted this, the exiled journalist Masih Ali Nijar said the Iranian regime will be brought down by women. I believe this. And then she copped a lot of flack for this. I think Mariam yes. Namazi tweeted that as well. She said, oh, uh, something's read, wrong. Read, read, her read her response. Yeah, Can she said, I emailed you to correct this. I told, I told, I said, I created anti-compulsory hijab campaign in the shape of so-and-so. I led these initiatives. The true leaders of anti-regime movement, movements are inside Iran. So so what happened there? I mean, I couldn't find Mariam's uh, I can't believe that. that they put that, like, is that the, what is that? Is that the caption or the title? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm leading the, this movement. That is, people are mass, like, attacking, they're crucifying her for this right now. Yeah. Right, like I've my my people are messaging me on Telegram, and they're like, well, "Who does she think she is?" No, but and I'm like, "What the hell?" Obviously, first of all, I'm sure, like I'm almost sure that she's being taken out of context. Like I've been listening to Masih Alanijad for a very long time. This is not something that she would say, okay? But honestly, if she did say that, she's, she's like, not quite she's right. Not that wrong about it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so she's like i mean she's like leading portion of it at least a lot of people she i think she actually is somebody that tries to uh every time she's actually very sensitive about reducing like every time i listen to her she keeps like trying to highlight the people and she keeps trying to um reduce like her own role how how big of a role she, she is. downplays she's, her own part downplays it that's the word of, she constantly downplays her part and saying that she's like other people are the heroes and the leaders and stuff so this caption goes against everything i've heard from her before like i don't understand like uh, what do they not check with her before they publish something like this is incredible i don't know how they get something so but people are like people like messaging me telling them armin i told you you shouldn't have supported her this is what she wants people are everybody is doing this just for power for their own influence they, their clout and stuff like that i'm like oh my god this is how you lose the opposition loses the battle right because they just turn you know this is why this is why this is the best hope for the regime right but the best hope for the opposition is for the, the regime the supporters of regime to get divided and turn on each other the best hope for the regime is for p- people who are against it to turn on each other right and th- yeah. this is what Mahsa Amini's death has done it has united people it has united people across you know from all walks of life people from religious secular man woman Kurdish, yeah, but I, Turkish, I, Iranian, I, I, we have been united well yeah. I, I I get that I mean it's very exciting time but at the same time we don't know who else could come to power and we spoke about it last week and I think I spoke with Mariam about this as well and she was like no it doesn't matter it doesn't matter but like I mean aren't you worried for a little bit that there could be even oh. more radical okay power come I am or- I am I am very worried Okay, and I still think this would long term be a good thing. I would still think I still think this would be a long term a good thing, even if in replacement of the Islamic Republic, we have another Islamic. We have another Islamic Republic. I still think this is a good idea. Okay, because we want a culture of protest and successful protest. Again, I will go back to the French Revolution as an example. The French Revolution after the first couple of years, it was a disaster for France. Napoleon came. You had. You had before you had blood, you had blood, you know, a sea of blood. 
people were chopping, losing their heads left and right. Even the people who started the revolutions were losing their heads. And after Latvia. all that bloodshed, after all that bloodshed, you had Napoleon, which was even a bigger dictator than the king, right? But again, the French Revolution was long-term, was a success. The problem is that if the Islamic Republic stays in power, right, the, the, you are 500 years from now, you are like, you think about the Dark Ages. Think about what the cost of that was to Europe. If you went through a bloodshed, like if you could cut that short, if you could uh, cut that period short, even if the cost temporarily was high, it would have saved Europe years and years worth of like not progressing. Mm. So the, the hand of theocrats would be loose. The people are different now, right? So when you had the revolution in Iran in 1979, the people were religious, okay? The people wanted people that, a yeah. savior. Now the they don't. Saviors. Now they don't want saviors. Now they want people's power. Now they want secular democracy. Now yeah. they want liberty. Okay. And now they are more aware. When Khomeini came to power, most, almost all, almost nobody had read Khomeini's book. These people thought that Khomeini was like Gandhi or Mandela. Okay. That's what their image was of him. That he's going to. That oh, guy was this is the guy who was tying little girls, yeah? Yeah, yeah, because they didn't learn his books. They had no idea what his ideology was. They told people that, like, the Hussein ideology is an ideology of revolution, and this is the age of revolution. So these things standing up against, yeah, yeah, standing up against tyranny and all that. People just believed it. Just like, okay, yeah, let's use the mullahs. They seem to be the more so organized ones there anyways, right? So, like, let's yeah. try this out, right? Okay, now, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so we um, let's move on from that. But just one last question: Do you think it would be a bad idea if um, if the West started giving them some sort of weapons to fight against them? That'd be a bad idea. Yes, I think. I think I don't know actually. Okay, I don't know. But if if they're going to be, here's what I would say. Okay, if people become armed the 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 most ideal situation would be because they attacked military units within iran and they just got it themselves and they might unite them and the military yes. might get united too again i'm not by the way i'm not promoting i'm not suggesting for people to do anything i'm just like analyzing different scenarios right mm. so let's say if the people got armed and they got the upper hand because they got armed if one scenario was because they got it from united states or israel okay um, and the other scenario was like they just managed to capture a military unit or whatever, and they used the guns to go get more guns after that. Because guns, you know how money brings more money? Guns yeah, brings yeah. you more guns, right? Because when you have guns, you can attack more places to get guns. That second scenario would be a lot more ideal for the people. Okay. Yeah, but because... I but I still yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, no, go on. No, but but I still reckon because what happened in Syria with Daesh and all that, like I, I think it'd be a bad idea to give them weapons because then you don't know what kind of a faction, what kind of faction. There'll, there'll be yeah. little warlords, and then uh, there'll be yeah, then it'll be civil war. That's why the, a more ideal version, um, third scenario, which would be the even most ideal, is for the Artesh to eventually, especially when Khamenei dies. If there are certain people within the Artesh, the people that already have guns, that have control over the guns, that it's not going to just get loose on the society, mm. and mm. then you will be hard to gather it after you do that, right? If the Artesh defects and joins the people, now you have an organized armed army yeah. that will give yeah. the people up the upper hand. Protection, right? yeah. Yeah, I, I think that would be the best. But, but, but this is why I said, like, I mean, Artesh, 
um, favoring the people, well, if that if those rumors are true or those videos are true, that that's massive. And I hope that's the case. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. But that's why you see the chat. Ch some chants used to be not not anymore anymore. But asking the artist to join the side of the people. I mean, the fact that people chant that. But the 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 downside of that is the artist usually comes and confirms that nope, we're taking the side of the regime. Like you come and confirm that. But they may say that to save their own skin because if there's any sign of defection, there will be executions and stuff, right? So, yeah. but at the oh, let, um. Susanna sent me an article from Iran Wire. I don't know if I have it. This is actually big as well. If, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. This is. An, okay. So, by the way, Susanna, I can't believe that she is gets these things more. She's on top of it. I do. She's yeah, on top she, of it. <laughs> look at this. Okay. What does that say? Exclusive IRGC. This is a revolutionary guard commanders. Families placed in Tehran safe house. So their their families have been placed in Tehran safe house because their families could be could come under threat as well. Is it is it? That no, I mean so. But okay, let's read this. They, I think what this suggests is that they are preparing for a potential fall. Okay, but I don't know if they're exaggerating this. But the fact that we could read it right here. Okay, but right. if this is true, that means that the people in the know are kind of seeing the potential of a fall that is why this is significant mm. so let's let's read this actually let me see commanders of islam's uh, iran's islamic revolutionary guard corps irgc have moved their families to a safe place in tehran iran wire understands a relative of one of those placed um under protection told iran wire their relatives had been had been placed in the oil company guest house, which is under around the clock protection. The families, they said, had also been promised they will be transported to Georgia Ooh. if nationwide pro uh, protests intensify or if the right. government is overthrown. This right. is this is crazy because okay, so we talk with limited information, okay? But these IRGC commanders, they have more information. Okay, yeah. if they even if these protests are not successful, the fact that it made them worried about the potential fall of the government means that the fall of a government were somewhat more likely than a lot of people. It's still talk. on the cards. It means yeah. it's still on the cards. Yeah. That is significant. That is significant. That, yeah. That. Um, uh, I was going to ask you another question. I think it just popped out of my mind. Okay. All right. Well, um, okay. Well, I guess... Um, we got to keep an eye on it then, you know, things are still developing very rapidly. What do you reckon? Um, yeah, I just had to block somebody who was being rude to Susanna. Guys, if you if you do that, I will definitely block, block you from this channel. Um, yeah, so I want to sh uh, show you a video. Yeah, it was oh, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so people coming under attack. I was going to ask you, so did you watch that video? Of protests outside uh, Tehran uh, Iranian embassy in London, where this the, where this mob just got a hold of this uh, middle-aged man, and and he was surrounded by the London police, and then he was kicked and beaten up, and I think he was knocked down, and he was his face was bloodied, and I was reading the caption underneath. It was saying that uh, oh, this guy was working for the Iranian government, and he was there just to he was just spying on these people. So he could find out who these people are, and then they could harass their families back in Iran. Did you watch yes, that video? Yes, I saw. I saw that. I can't show that on YouTube, though. Yeah, of course we can't show that. Yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah, yeah but, I but, saw that. They, so many people were celebrating that. No, but my point was, I wanted to ask, so obviously this is not something that Iranian government would say, no, we're not going to, we're not going to stoop to that level. But is it likely that there would be uh, keeping an eye on people who are talking about this overseas and then they oh, would harass yeah. their families in Iran? Oh my God, yes, of course. They have done this so yeah, many times. So yeah, many times. Uh, they uh, come uh, after your family. Masi Ali Nejo's brother is in prison in Iran right now for the crime that her, his sister is Masi Ali Najad. And even though he would be like, man, I've got nothing to do with this. Yeah, they come after you to intimidate you. They have told people that... But like, Masi hasn't slowed down. What? But Masi hasn't slowed down. Oh, no, she oh, has. Yeah. No, no, no. She has paid that. I mean, you know, like, I mean, I, I, it, it makes me, like, wonder, like, I mean, how, how much is whatever you're doing is worth? You know, like, is it worth it? Is it because you can't I, make I that. do I do what I, I okay so I have always always worried about them going after my dad in Iran and I've talked to my dad about it and he said like you know well I, I'm not gonna say what he said actually I mean I I, I, I didn't do my I, I I didn't start my activism until my whole family was out of Pakistan mm. Mm. I was like no I'm, I'm not gonna do it like I, I I would have done this a couple of years earlier but I didn't I didn't yeah. start my activism because I was like I, yeah, I, but you I have to become, here's the now. thing you have to mm. be really high level like I uh, for them to come after your family like I do a mix of religion and you know political activism so I'm not like 100 political activism so that's why I wouldn't probably, be yeah. you have to be, yeah 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 but yeah, he, I, I reckon they go after uh, same with the uh, same with same with um, with the with the Pakistani government as well. They um they go after those who speak more against the military. Like I mean, I've given my policy statements on Pakistani military, but I don't really talk about it as much because I'm more interested in Islam. Yeah. So um so yeah anyway that's pretty I, bad. Look at this video. This is beautiful. I'm gonna do it with that idea, so you don't yeah. get the music strike or anything. Oh yeah, I saw that one. This is this is amazing. So now the camera is going to go on the other side. It's going to be like, yeah, okay. There's about what hundred people against thousands, thousands, probably more than that. Yeah. Wait, there was yeah, a better was... one. There was a better one. Let me find that one. Hold on. There was a beautiful animation. Oh yeah, this one is good. Hold on, one second. No, not this one. Um, yeah, I can't find that one. Anyways, I'll find it later. Doesn't matter. But, think, um, well, thanks for um, bringing us up to speed with the... Look at this one. Iranian look at the way... Issues. Look at this girl, the way she's... Oh, shooting. yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, I saw that one. That was... Uh, like, she's the way they're going to throw it. Yeah, I hated it. Yeah. Look at the Western outfit. How how Islamic are they? Look at the look at the gear. Look. Look, look at look yeah, at yeah, the head. It's got a head. It's got a, oh. You saw her head hit the yeah. pavement? Yeah, curb, yeah. The curb. Hey, Sarah Sport I wonder you were asking me last week, but yeah, okay, I'm gonna I'll talk to you privately about it. But you know, like what should you feel about these people when 
you know, when when you know when they're um, when they're given the taste of their own medicine. But um, anyway. Yeah. No. Yeah. This. Hold on. Let okay. me show you this. You know. You know the 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 main chant that has captured everyone's attention is Zans and the Giozadi, which is woman, life, uh, freedom. Freedom. Okay. Which is a translation of a Kurdish chant, especially because Mahsa Amini was Kurdish. And Iranian yeah. people are using this Kurdish uh, Persian translation of a Kurdish chant that has become the main highlight of the chants that everyone uses to to show unity with Mahsa, to show what the ideals are, and also to show unity with Kurdistan, right? Uh, part of Iran. But now we have just a few hours ago, two hours ago, we have a new chant, okay? And this just came out. Look how many it got already got twenty one thousand likes, okay? And this is so beautiful. Let me just play it. Because the men say the same chant as before. Zanz and the Gyozadi. Woman, life, freedom. And the woman respond. Okay, hold on. Are, are they saying okay. man, life, azadi? No, so no, no, no. They're saying, you got the first part right. So the men are chanting "woman, women. life, freedom." freedom. Yeah. The women respond, "Man, nation, That's what prosperity." Man, uh, nation, nation, prosperity. prosperity. Right, right, right. Okay. So this everyone's is, working together. Everyone's working yeah. together. <laughs> this is yeah, beautiful. Well, this was just a beautiful. This made me like, I don't know. I don't. This made me feel things. Mm, okay. <laughs> All right, I think we've covered this. This is good. We've given it 40 minutes, which is pretty good. And I think we'll be talking about I'm pretty sure we'll be talking about it next week as well. Um, yes. I spoke with Mariam Namazi a few days ago. Go check it out yeah. on my channel. Go check Harris it out, Sultan. guys. Harris Sultan uh, just, channel, go watch that. Yeah, just put Harris Sultan Mariam Namazi Iran and uh, you'd be able to see it. Um, so, yeah, we're very lucky that we've got, you know, we've got a. Uh, uh, some Iranian people who can um, always bring us up to speed. How about well, we do something lighthearted? Wait, 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 one second. I found the animation that I wanted to show. Just last, last video I wanted to show um, because, and then I will move on. I promise. Okay. So again, this has music. I'm not playing the music. Okay, good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I saw this one. Yes, 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 yes. There's another one similar to that. Oh. Yeah. Did you see another one? There's another one where this this woman is like it, it, it looks like it's from uh, it's like from a Marvel universe or something where she just goes like this. She just takes her hijab off yeah. and uh, rocks her head back, and then all these guards around her just they just go flying. <laughs> it was like <laughs> never seen that. Oh, I, I, I reckon. I, I, hang on, let me find that. I, I reckon. I reckon. I retweeted. It. I was like, this was amazing. okay. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I'm I'm gonna show you. Oh, this is. Now, my, mine's the best, man. Mine's the best. Have a look at this. Okay. okay. Um, check this out, guys. Check this out. Can, uh, can you add my screen? Have you added yes. it? Okay. Yes, yes. Go ahead. Okay. Watch. There you go. Boom. Look at the smile. <laughs> <in the world. laughs> yeah. Zans off you and go. The it says on the screen, it says Zans and the Giyos are the. Yeah, them give up the fight, give up. Yeah, this is amazing. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and even the music is pretty cool as well. Um, so I'm like, yeah, these guys are doing really well, you know? Like, I mean, they, they are really motivating and jing people up. I say, yeah, this is it. Um, okay, uh, let's move on. Uh, and I reckon we've got a super chat as well. Thank you. Oh, my God, 50, 50 something. 50 Danish. Danish Quran, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, one of my favorite quotes, Mr. What is it? How do you Callahan. read this? You read Mr. Callahan. Callahan is a prime minister, and I am the king of kings. I don't know what this is referring to. I don't know. Thank either. you. Uh, thank you. Okay. Thank you so much for that. Super okay. Children removed from Jewish sex. Okay. Yeah, we'll probably talk about it some of the time. Okay, so how about we, we do something very lighthearted? Okay, ready? Let's do that. Yeah. And then we get know, to Patreon questions. Yeah, as you know, we've been coming under attack. Uh, a lot of uh, radical Hindus have been attacking me. So someone made this meme. Look at this one. And you were mentioned. So I stand with Charlie Hebdo and Nupur Sharma. This is what radical Hindus are saying. But Teddy Maki. <laughs> so this is really cussing Amin Nawabi. So it's like, okay. So when it's against um when it's muslim islamic blasphemy they support they stand with her but when when you when amin Amabi does it to their gods and goddesses they, they <laughs> underneath you look at you look at uh, how how muslims behave i stand with zubair and mf hussein mf hussein is a guy uh, who uh, who blasphemes hindu gods um and zubair is uh, is a is an indian journalist and he is always critical of radical hindus and then they say Oh, behead those who insult the prophet. Gustav and the prophet. <laughs> That's fantastic. This is yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, it basically sums it up, doesn't it? Like it's just yeah. um so anyway, so so let, let, let's have a look at some of the comments from Muslims. So so this is my tweet. So we've got we got like one hundred and oh about okay, twenty-five retweets, hundred and thirty likes. <laughs> um so he goes, oh, very funny though. Insult oh. in reply for insult on religion is fair game. You're comparing that to beheading. I don't know why these Hindus keep giving it to me. They're like, oh, at, well, but we're just cussing. Yes. Where did I say you know you're equally bad? Where did I say you're equally bad? If, I'm showing the worst of both communities. <laughs> what if somebody goes and kicks them in the balls and then when they complain, you say like, I didn't behead you. I didn't yeah, behead you. Why are you complaining? I just kicked you in the balls. I kicked mate, you in the this balls. Is, mate, yeah, this but... is, mate, this is the Tunni logic that I just have to put up with every single day. It's like, oh, no, whatever, happened, whatever, to Armin, whatever happened to Armin is replied to his insults. Okay, why should he get a free pass from insults when he does the same? Atheists should be willing to digest insults. Okay. <laughs> um, and comparing beheadings with people abusing online, pretty apt, I see. I'm like comparing. What do you mean by comparing? So we can't show the worst. This is your worst. Okay, you cuss, and I'm pretty sure if if they could get if they could get get their hands on you, I mean, I'm pretty sure you know you wouldn't have walked away with a smile on your face. I'm pretty sure. That's what that. they said. They said they want to be at me. Yeah, yeah, they they did. They did say that. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, but fair enough. Muslims are a little bit more ahead of. No, ahead uh, a lot. Let's be fair. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm no, being no, sarcastic. Okay. okay. Every time I criticize Hindutva or like Tuni, radical Hindus, right? Radical yeah. Hindus. Okay. Okay. I criticize them with the understanding. I said this on the on the Atheist Republic show uh, with Susanna on the news, right? I said that as 
with all the complaints that we have with the situation in India, the India is better right now than the best of Islamic countries. Oh yeah. Because we had the news about Morocco, right? We got the news about yeah. Morocco for somebody being getting 10 years for blasphemy. You don't get 10 years uh, in India for blasphemy. Okay. Mm. And Morocco is supposed to be one of the most liberal Islamic countries. So I said, India is horrible right now. Okay. Secularism is being challenged, but India compared to the best Islamic country, the best that you could expect it from the Islamic countries, India is above that. So I criticize India with that in mind, with that in mind. I say that. You're not winning any ground points, man. You're not winning any ground points. Go yeah, on. but you're but yeah, but you're not winning any brownie points. They would still I don't say, care. Oh, I, just, I, just, I don't need your brownie points. I just <laughs> I, I'm just I just know it and I'm being fair. I care about uh, me being fair. I'm uh, giving my I get my brownie points from me. I don't need your brownie points. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, it's just a shame. Um yeah, okay. Let's just go to patron questions. Yes, I, I'm actually gonna gonna go a uh, question from Gusale, which is a patron. The first question is for you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What was Harris, what was your exposure to Hinduism like growing up? Um, I was pretty chilled. My my household, my immediate vicinity, my circle, they were pretty chilled. We watched Bollywood movies, basically. So uh, my exposure was Anil Kapoor, Amitabh Bachchan. My uncles were massive fans of Amitabh Bachchan. So he even had the Amitabh Bachchan hairstyle and all that. So so we used to sing Bollywood songs and all that. Uh, and in the 90s, early on, my favorite was... An, anyway, so, so it, was, it was basically Bollywood movies. So no, there was no hatred as these Tunnis like to say that to me. Oh, because you're a Pakistani, that's why you have this inbuilt hatred for Hindus, which I never did. I get it that there is some hatred um, in, in certain Pakistani circles for Hindus, but not really, not in my immediate vicinity, not in my circle. And uh, a lot of people, they, there was no hatred for Hindus per se. Um, the hatred for India came, uh, the hatred was for Indians, not necessarily for Hindus. Um, uh, this hatred was for India, and um, and that was mainly because of Kashmir, because Pakistanis were told. So I was actually talking to someone yesterday, and they was they were saying that oh, Mutalia Pakistan, the, 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 which is a subject in Pakistan where they just teach you false history of Pakistan. That is that might be a bigger problem when it comes to India-Pakistan relationships than um, than Islam itself. And I and I've been thinking about it since yesterday, and I think yeah, that guy made a very good point because. Pakistan, Pakistani's hatred for India is not necessarily because of Hinduism. It's it's more so because of what they think is, oh, hey, look, Kashmir belongs to us. They've done that. And now, obviously, there's a bit more Hindu element ever since Modi came in. So, um, so yeah. Yes, you would find odd lines here and there where they would, where they would say derogatory things about Hindus, um, which you don't, you don't see those things in Indian uh, textbooks. Um, but I don't think that was the main reason because because Bollywood really really watered it down because um, I've said it before like oh if your lead actor who happens to be a Hindu he's dying in a movie we're all crying we're like oh <laughs> you know so it's not like that so no so my exposure to Hinduism wasn't bad um, we also celebrated the fact that oh you got Holi you got Diwali you know like all those Hindu Hindu festivals were pretty admired 
Hinduism was viewed as cool. Um, if you like these guys dance and all that. So yeah, no, there was no hatred per se. If that's what you wanted to know. So you unmute. You unmute. My experience has been usually when there is hatred and division um, over one thing, then you would identify other things that you, the people you hate, have in common, and you will mm. add those to the list. So it starts yeah. with something else. So if you hate them for something, and they also oh, happen to be Hindu, yeah. yeah. So for let's say you hate them for you hate them for A, but let's say they also have B in common, you add B to the list of the reasons. Yeah, I why get you it. Hate them. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That, 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 that's better. So so primary issue was Kashmir. Look what they've done to our Muslim brothers in Kashmir. They're evil, blah, blah, blah. And, oh, why did they do it? Oh, because they're Hindus. And then they would say, oh, Hindus are bad. So that's the secondary concern. So I, um, so yeah, I, I, I genuinely now I'm thinking, hey, if you could fix Mutalia Pakistan, this bigotry, uh, the, the, this false history of Pakistan, what they teach our kids, if you could get rid of that, might be okay you know hinduism might I, I don't think hinduism would be that much of an issue but again who knows um because yeah. pakistan you, is getting more you know if you could if you could build more economic ties usually that really helps reduce hate yeah but we've this done is, that and then they've, they've, no, no, they've taken yeah, it back and reducing economic ties is actually very dangerous to increasing the hate when you don't need people this is why yeah. when you have like people saying not selling to Muslims or not selling to Hindus. This could like, yeah, yeah. the best hope that we have is people having economic ties with each other. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Satya, by the way, who's a Hindutva, is saying he's winning brownie points from me. Satya is Hindutva and constantly supports me at Susanna and Atheist Republic. And Satya is always good for me to remind to be remembered that I shouldn't generalize what I say about Hindutva. This is why it's good that you created this new word, Tuni, because, uh, you know, yeah, Hindutva, like, I mean, one of my friends, our common friends, Kushal, Kushal also called himself uh, Hindutva. Mm -hmm. um, so, I still hate so, Hindutva uh, ideology, but I don't, again, it's yeah, like, it's a, yeah, yeah, of course, it's a religious are... supremacist. Yeah, it's a religious supremacist, yeah. and uh, you know, like, uh, yeah, it's 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 um, it's tribalism. So, um, and, and yeah, yeah. these guys don't make any. It's kind of like for... it's kind of like we hate Islam, but we could love some Muslims, many Muslims, right? Um, yeah. I could say that, that I'm doing that with Hindutva now. I hate Hindutva mm. ideology, but I I have Hindutva friends. Hindutva ideology is we want to make Hindu Rashtra, like Hindu Republic. Yes, India. Yes. That's what they want to do. So of course so, we can't. Well, us as radical atheists, we can never support it. Yeah, yeah. We have atheists, uh, Indian atheists, who support that, saying that because in we don't we don't see any road for India, India's enlightenment, we will support the next best thing for to save India yeah. from becoming. That's a very defeatist attitude. That's a very defeatist attitude. Yeah. 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 Um, you don't know, yeah. You guys, you you you're not giving India enough credit. Okay, nations have become enlightened. Look at the Enlightenment age; it happened so mm. much faster than anybody could have predicted. Right? Um, okay, so I'm gonna remove this. All right, so here's another question: What would you say to international people who feel disenchanted with the current Iranian uprising because they were super big supporters of the Green Re Revolution, only to see it dissipate? Yeah, so like like what you said, like we had previous uprisings and protests in Iran and people were very hopeful about this results and it, it led to nothing um, and see people like oh this is just another version of that people get excited people get like oh maybe there's a chance maybe this is Iran's moment of uh, awakening and then it ends up dies down and nothing happens what do you think I don't know um 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Who, who would, would they be such people in the internet? Oh, yeah, there are a lot of, oh, yeah, and Iranians too. There are many Iranians. There are people in the live chat. Oh, yeah, I saw people that. I, 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 yeah. I, yeah, no, I saw some of the videos where they were saying, oh, there are other people coming out in support of the Green Revolution as well. Um, but yeah. um, but internationally, would there be people who would be, who, yeah, well, I, I don't know. I, I mean, haven't. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Susanna has more eyes than everywhere than we do. So I would ask Susanna in the live She's chat. Susanna, yeah. um, Susanna, if you can, are you in the live chat? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Um, no, I haven't. You're right. Actually, you're right. I haven't. I'm going to ask and we'll see if we could like address this in the um because she she's my eyes and ears with regards to what the conversation is like even on iran related news which i should be more aware but i would um i've seen a lot of this because my eyes and ears are right now not with the international community but with the iranian community like i am constantly consuming what i'm hearing from iranians especially from iranians within iran and i see that narrative there a lot there is a division between people who are anti-regime some people are certain beyond the shadow of the doubt like i like they're planning on the things that they're going to do to the mullahs like they're like i'm gonna cut his balls all their balls oh i'm God. gonna like we're gonna put them you know we're gonna they're gonna hang them they're gonna put them down people are like no we should not kill them it's too good for them we should put them in mandatory service to fix the regime we should like enslave stuff like that and people are like it's, it's know, crazy stuff. not the good so, you, know, you, know, you know what would be the best punishment for them what? it'd be like uh organized female um yeah, protest in front of them and make them force them to watch it <laughs> force them to look <laughs> at it like women taking their hair off and then force them watch it i see so many people from the from that are anti-regime like i listen to their conversations all the time right and so many of them i would say most of them are hoping khamenei is not dead they're like they're saying like okay, as much as good as it would be for the revolution they kind of hope that he's not dead because they're like Why? that's because they want him, they want to capture him alive. <laughs> they want him. Alive. They want to capture. They want this man to suffer. <laughs> you know. You know. I'm. You know. Now I'm actually thinking about it. You know, like because because I, I was really wondering. Like, I mean, it, it is a bit of a dilemma for the West. Like, what do we do? Should we give them weapons? If they, if we, if we do give them weapons, then these militias are going to form. What's going to happen? And then you know, like it, it could just go sideways. A lot of bad things can happen. But on the other hand, you can't let them, you can't let the world see what's happening against these unarmed civilians and like they're being beaten up. Um, and then, you know, there would be more resentment in the public. And then if the public does manage to overthrow um, the, the, the regime, and then there's going to be violence again, all over again. Like it's just, uh, I, I, I'm, this is why I'm, I'm yeah, not, every really, time, I'm, I'm yeah. never in, I'm never in favor of revolutions. Like I'm, um, like I'm uh, anarchy. I'm, I'm I, the being an idea. Being uh, yeah, the, the idea of anarchist never really res re resounded with me. Here's what I, you know, I I was I used to think that maybe like the sub. I can't decide, you know, because if a revolution happens, the cost that the Iranian people would pay would be significant. Yes, significant. It would be chaos, right? But at the same time, any pressure, including a chance for a revolution on the Islamic Republic of Iran, is the only weapon that people have. Nothing else has worked. Reform doesn't work. So as, as costly as a revolution might be, 
it might be the only alternative they have. Their only thing they have, the only thing that is left. It's a bad option, but it's the only thing you have. Yeah, right? I agree. And, and yeah. here's another thing. At the end of the day, I can't say, oh, go, people people go into the streets because if they go and die and they can pay a heavy price for it, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm in a safe place. I'm not going to pay anything for it, right? But the thing is that they will make the decisions themselves. My role is to just support them, whatever they decide, right? Because it's not up to us what the Iranian people do. Yeah, it's but there's going to be them. violence. Yeah, but there's going to yeah. be violence. There's going to be yeah, bad but, violence. But but the violence is forced upon them. They did not choose it. The violence has been forced upon them. They're just defending themselves. I could just, you know, what should I do? Go tell people to protest or not to protest? They're going to do what they're going to do. Yeah, What our role could be is to whatever they decide to do, which is a revolution, they want to do a revolution, right? They want to do a revolution. So I think we should respect that choice and see how we could help. So they're going to cut off the bulls? You're going to be like, I'm oh. not going to support that. No, no, no. I think <laughs> if there is a revolution, there's going to be an internal division over having law and order and having courts and doing things properly and people and other people want to see all these people. I reckon once you it. do come to power, once you have managed to overthrow the regime, then it's irrelevant. You can just send them to exile or whatever. Like, I mean, yeah, but I no, think no, people... no. There, there are so many people that their main motivation for doing this is revenge, right? Again, I don't know what percentage, but I'm pretty sure if the revolution is ever successful, between the people, there, there will be a major fight over this, about what we do with the mullahs after. There are people who want, they want to see, see they want to see mass executions, right? And there are people oh, wow. who say like, no, this is not, this is not how we're going to start because that's how the Islamic Republic started. The Islamic Republic, once it came to power, there were mass executions. And like, we need to be better. The current president but, also killed a lot of people yes. and he had to answer for war crimes. Yeah, he was like, yes, no, not yes, war yes. crimes, but just crimes against humanity. Yeah, right. there are some people who say like, we could have law and order that we do things properly. But before we have a government come to power, you should just give a period of time to us to just do some cleansing. And by cleansing, they mean violence, right? Mm -hmm. And that scares me. But the thing is, even as scary as that is, it, it's, it's, it can't be as bad as this regime. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? Long term, it can't be as bad as this regime. It cannot be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, long term. I was just comparing that with Pakistan. Like, I mean, in Pakistan, it looks like it's going downhill. It does look, I mean, a lot of people disagree with me. I, I feel TLP is getting more and more powerful, but people still say, no, there's no way they're ever going to come to power. But, but over there in Pakistan, you know that whatever kind of a proto democracy that is, there's always. There's always hope. Like, you know how you were saying that the, the, the people, there's no other option. But in Pakistan, there would always be a, there would, as long as this system or this setup stays in place, um, there would always be a way uh, where it would, it could incrementally get better with time. It might take a long time, but it could keep getting better. Yeah. Oh, you, you cannot expect cute and lovely revolution. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. We no, actually, I don't know if you can if you can say that. Um, I mean, not I, I agree with you. Maybe in Iran, maybe not in the Middle East, but we have had many many peaceful revolutions. In fact, 
the peaceful non-bloody revolutions have been the most successful ones. So based on studies, if your revolution is violent, your chances of success is 20%. If your, if your revolution is non-violent and peaceful, your chances of success is 50%. Okay. However, this study doesn't take into account that a lot of the revolutions that have become violent, it, they didn't choose violence. The violence was inflicted on them and their protesters' violence was just self-defense. So you cannot take the study and like, oh, let's keep it peaceful. How could you keep it peaceful when the other side is not, right? So it's, it's yeah, not, yeah. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that. But, but, um, but this, is, this is the reason why, like, we, we just think that if... Uh, what's the what's the army's name? Turish? Atish. 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 If yeah, if Atish uh, just comes out and says, "Nope, we're not gonna shoot our own people. Screw you," then then that's it. That then it's over. I reckon that's over then. I don't know. I don't think that's over. Okay, so here's here's the here's this the thing. Point. Okay, this could be oh, done. Yeah. What what Susanna okay. just said. Okay, so Harris, the most important part of the equation. If people are not taking into account, well, let me read what Susanna says. Susanna said, Can we just get some Nuremberg trial 2.0? Some tribunal, yeah, there are trials, yeah, yeah, okay. But let the regime, okay, has some there are different estimates, okay. Some people say 20 million, some people say 10 million, some people less, okay. But there, are, I would say, at least 10 million Iranians support this regime, okay, out of a population of 82 million, okay. That's not right. oh, it's a lot, but it's not, yeah, okay, it's a yeah. lot, yeah. Okay, out of this 10 million, okay, potentially 20, but let's say 10, um, at least, at least 100,000 of them are willing to die for it. At least 100,000, okay, to, to keep it in power, right? ISIS, yeah. ISIS's membership at its peak was 40,000, okay? So, and these 100,000, their experience, they have experience with weapons, and they have been to war. ISIS's members, most of them, many of them didn't. These are battle-hardened people that have experience in Iraq, in Syria, in Yemen, and in Afghanistan, right? And they have access to weapons, more than ISIS ever had, right? 100,000 people, it could be a curse upon a nation that wants secular democracy, even if the regime falls. How are you going to keep them in check? I don't know, Right? So, you want you know. So that's that's the part. Like you, oh, the regime is gone. Okay, the loyalists are still there. The ten million Iranians that want an Islamic republic. I know they're the minority, but that's ten million Iranians. They're not, they're not just going to pack up and leave. They're not just going to go home and be like, okay, this is like I guess we're going to have to deal with this. You know, what I mean? they're not going to. Yeah, no, but no, but 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 yeah, but in those situations, they do they employ other kind of tactics, which like. But what they did in South Africa, like truth and reconciliation, where they go, okay, you know, we're going to let you, well, this is a new form of government. How about you become South you Africa didn't party. had loyalists that were ready to not, die no, no, for no, the regime. No, no, I, I get it. I get it. But no, but I'm saying what they say. Okay, you can form your political party. We can give you some seats as well. You know, like they can. They, can, they don't can, want political party. Power. They want an Islamic regime. They want the rule of Islam. They no, want it, Islam. Yeah, no, that's hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that that's what they want. Hundred percent. I'm, I'm sure there would be a way. Uh, I'm just. I'm obviously. I'm just talking out loud. Yeah, yeah. I'm 
speaking my yeah. mind, but in the same, they could probably give them something and meet halfway kind of thing. But, but anyway, I'm not the expert, so yeah. I don't know. for them, halfway is zero. But uh, yeah. we'll see. Uh, let's just, we'll see. Yeah, That's uh, that is the here's. Uh, I have to say to the people who are anti-regime like me. Okay, you cannot wish these people away. Okay, so I want a secular democracy for Iran, but you have to. These are these people. They are Iranian citizens, and you cannot mm -hmm. erase them. So you have to figure out a way to negotiate with them. You cannot be like, oh, you have to submit. Okay, you cannot force this upon them. You have to do a you have to, you cannot just like, you cannot do seas of blood everywhere. You cannot do just do, I execute. Because a lot of people are saying like, we're going to execute every single Islamic Republic supporter. Okay. That, that would mean like you want to execute 10, 10 million people. You cannot do that. You have to share this country with these religious Shia pro-regime people. So, so yeah. there has to be some give and take, like Harris said. Anyways, let's move on. Um... All right. No, we already read that one. Here's how. I've seen several videos of Basijis getting assaulted by groups protesting Mahsa Amini's murder. Is it is this justified considering the Basij special forces uh, much more severe violence against the protesters and the legacy of legitimacy, le legitimately fascist oppression? Is this self-defense? I would say self-defense. Yeah, I reckon that's self-defense. And I was thinking about it, you know, like how you were talking, you asked me yes, last time, I was put on a spot, I hadn't thought about it, but then, but then I thought about it afterwards, like, oh, uh, well, I mean, there's there's an increase uh, in violence against these religious moral police and these kind of clerics and mullahs. Um, hang on. Oh, yeah. So how would you see it? And I'm like, of course it's wrong, but what... What can happen? Like I don't want to be—I don't want to be an idiot who would think that oh, you know, this revolution or or all this upheaval is going to take place without any violence. I mean, I would have to be an—I I would have to be the world's biggest idiot to think that okay, you know, they're just going to give each other roses, hugs, and kisses, and then I'm like, okay, roll over and die. It just doesn't work that way, and um, it, and it's scary. Look, I mean, it, it, so and the reason why I'm saying not not out of sympathy for these people. As uh, what we just mentioned earlier, like, I mean, um, I don't know about the, the study that you were talking about, but it seems like it. It makes sense that if um, there is a bloodied revolution, I mean, things are not going to stabilize for a long, long time. It's, it's just not going to happen. So even, even if you're being violent towards the bad guys, even then... Uh, you know, like there's there's going to be violence in the society. You're not going to be able to stabilize the government, and it's just it's just not going to be it's just not going to be good. So, but unfortunately, and as you said, this I mean, this violence is being put upon these people, and they have no choice. And obviously, when tempers flare up, uh, I saw this video outside of London, uh, outside of uh, Iranian embassy in London. These people just pounced on him, and who knows? Um, you know, as soon as they found out, oh, this guy is taking our videos or he's taking our photos so he can arrest and torture our family members back in Iran. I mean, imagine in that moment, you've just discovered this. You're, you're already very angry. You're, 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 you're um, you know, your tempers through the roof. What are you going to do? So these mm -hmm. things are likely to happen. Now, 
obviously I'm not connected to this. So I can sit back and, and I can say, oh, I, I don't think that's appropriate. But yeah, you know, the world isn't run by karma minds all the time. I mean, I can't remember this quote that, um, yeah, like I'm a smart, something like smart people sit on, uh, sit on their chairs and brave people fight on the streets and stuff like that, which is, um, and, 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 smart people deliberately leave their bravery to the fools um who are brave um so so yeah i don't know what i'm well, I, don't, I don't know if i could call them fools because they're actually making a very you know correct calculation when they are forced to a position where violence is the only way to defend yourself because violence is being forced upon you that is yeah, but yeah, but in the, yeah, but in the eyes of the person who just uh, who who just sitting on his armchair and is saying, "Well, you know what? I wouldn't I wouldn't go out there. I wouldn't do it," because uh, he. Yep. But you can support that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it, but he's not brave. Yeah, but he, uh, so so he's gonna he's gonna reap the benefits of that too. But that I just I just have a, I just saying the framing of the other brave people as fools might not be quite accurate because they are making a very correct calculation when it comes to what they're forced to do right i mean if you let's put this in context for example if you see if you have footage of i don't know during world war ii uh, somebody taking out an ss officer you wouldn't be like oh why are you <laughs> nobody would say like why are you committing violence against the ss officer well, no no right? I, I'm, I'm not yeah. people were like let's say you have some it's perfectly understandable it, violence yeah. that's yeah. what i'm saying it's perfectly understandable violence but i'm saying yeah. people who are not connected to it they can say well Okay, if you could apprehend that person and and put him in prison, that would be ideal. But obviously, that is that that's a full street. That's not going to happen. Yeah, but, this, but what what's happening is war right now. Like there there is war uh, inflicted upon Iranian people by their own regime, right? So this is wartime moral standards, right? Mm -hmm. So if somebody within, if a German was trying to save his or her country from Nazi Germany. And they were like taking plans and like all of a sudden took out as secretly took out an assess officer. We would be like, yes, you know, praising that, right? We would like, no, like, even people, armchair people would be like, yeah, good job. You, you know, this is good. That person would be part of, you know, one of heroes, right? And I just like want people to understand that a Basiji has the same position in Iran that an assess officer had back in Nazi Germany. That is what a Basiji is. To Iranians, exactly. Mm. Oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. an SS, SS officer. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Yeah. All right. Again, I'm not. I'm not advocating for anybody to do anything because it's not my position. I am not in Iran, but I'm saying when Iranian people decide to do these things, um, I, I, I support them. I do not tell Iranian people go commit violence or not commit violence. But whatever decisions they're made, I'm here to support that. What decision that is. I just want I just want people to understand that I'm not advocating for anything, right? I'm just I'm just observing what decisions has been made. But if you do support them, then isn't that advocating it? No, because if they had so decided something else, I would have supported that as well. If they came out and like we are going to have peaceful resistance, I would like I will be here to support you. If they came at us, I like no, they're committing violence upon us, and we need to defend ourselves. I'm like, I'm here to support them, right? So I'm yeah, but that's like, like, yeah, but that, yeah, but that's like, yeah, but that's like saying that. Oh, if your 
kid has committed a, a, a crime, well, whatever kind of crime that is, you, you can imagine whichever one uh, you want to. Um, if, um, it, but you just go to, you, you just go to, um, you, you go to the court and you say, well, I support my son. Um, would that be, even though he's raped someone or murdered someone? Your, okay, your analogy would be more accurate if my son was kidnapped in a basement, okay, and he was deciding between a decision of negotiating with his kidnapper or, like, to get out or, like, as soon as he grabs a brick to, you know, smack him in the head and get out, right? So because you're talking about the person situation when you're not in danger and you're not suffering and you just go and harm somebody, I'm like, oh, I support that. No, I wouldn't support that, okay? This is my analogy would be more accurate because now I'm talking about my son or daughter in a position where they're being harmed and they're talking, thinking about two different strategies and how to get out of that position. Whatever decision they go with, whatever strategy, I would be support. I would go to the judge like, why, why is it? Why have you even arrested my son? My son was kidnapped. What the hell? What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, I don't even. I wouldn't even be in that position because he wouldn't be arrested. No, no, no fair enough. Your your analogy is better. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's a super chat. This was to you. Um, eighty-five. Do you want to read? Eighty-five. Uh, yeah, is eighty-five is saying if it isn't a communist trying to school an Eastern European on communism, have fun and beer. <laughs> communist trying to school an Eastern European. Uh, eighty-five is from Croatia, so um, okay. so they're like, oh, you're trying to teach an Eastern European person what communism is, but um, I don't know who it was. Uh, who, exactly. who, who is trying to teach you communism anyway? Um, did we talk about communism today? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Maybe, maybe, maybe there were, would have been. Uh, Stay away from communism, people. I should like yeah. end my shows with like you know how Apostle Prophet says, "Stay away from." Stay Islam. away from Islam. Yeah. Yeah, right. I should say, "Stay away from communism." That should be my tagline. Oh, um, right. Okay, two more super chats. Um, between wild blasphemy allegations and being accused of terrorism. What the f is going on with Imran Khan right now? He he he's he's an idiot. He ah, uh, where do I begin? So anyway, so did you did you hear that? Like, or did did you and Susanna cover the news story? Wait, wait, did I play that video last time? No. Oh wait, oh, you right. did play something where he said I... that I I want to free my people from no uh from the seerah from the example of the prophet let me, let me. what <laughs> it was a slip of a tongue <laughs> but it, it was Wait, stupid. he wanted to Imran khan said that he wants to free the people, people from the from the tradition of the prophet muhammad from yes yeah 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 watch it from what the hell that's like okay i agree that's <laughs> कि मैं अपने नबी सल्लल्लाहु अलैहि वसल्लम की आपको उनकी जिंदगी उनकी सीरत से आपको भी आजाद करूं क्योंकि हम अभी तक हकीकी तौर पे आजाद नहीं हुए ओह नो ओह नो या ही सेड दैट ही सेड दैट व्हाट ही मेंट टू से वाज दैट यूजिंग प्रॉफिट्स एग्जांपल 
we want to oh. free ourselves from other things, you know, because we're not truly free yet. Meaning we're, we're, we're enslaved no, no, by no, America. No, no, Emran Khan, Zendevan. <laughs> he joined our side. <laughs> he joined our side, guys. Yeah. The most popular man in Pakistan has, is an ex-Muslim now. Yeah, so so he, he, he also came up with a new definition of shirk. What's this one? नौकरी को बचाने के लिए गलत काम करते हैं गुना करते हैं ये भी एक शर्क है ये जो अभी बिके हमारे लोग भेड़ बकरियों की तरह ये भी शर्क है क्योंकि अल्लाह अल्लाह क्या वेट वेट व्हाट शर्क आई डोंट अंडरस्टैंड सो ही सो सो ही ही हैज दिस बैड हैबिट um he, i think he made a statement some similar statement or he was accused of saying that but he's paraphrasing him he does go on, he does go on and say hey if you don't vote for me then you're you're committing shirk if you don't vote for me uh if you vote for these other guys the mashris and all these other guys because they're corrupt you are committing shirk so he's like but he, that he, is he, shirk that what he's saying is shirk if he says like if you agree with other people then that's shirk that means if you have if you associate partners with me or if you go with somebody else other than me <laughs> other than me sure. yes so that yes. means that i am he's putting himself in the position As of allah God. yes exactly <laughs> that yeah. is shirk yeah oh that, that's yeah that's exactly what, what happened with him so so he just he, he he's he's gone senile he's gone senile he's gone fully oh. crazy so um so yeah he's he's an idiot how come know. he's not like in pakistan you when you by accident right like put muhammad in the garbage can they come and like Nobody's too big. Nobody's too big. So, so there were there, there were quite a few uh, Twitter hashtags that were going against yeah. him. No, no, no. There were quite a few Twitter hashtags. No, but he's got mad following. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every every time when he's accused of blasphemy, they uh, his his fanboys and fangirls we call them youthiers. They bring his speech in that UN General Assembly. Do you remember that god awful speech when he said, "Oh yeah, you bring blasphemy law in." Uh, wow. He did that in 2018. So that got him a lot of credit. He, he did. He did. He credit. he also he he also takes a lot of credit for uh, the World Islamophobia Day. And apparently, yeah, yeah. he actually did have a major role in that. He, he did yeah. play a vital role in that. So so, so um, as much as we hate what he did, you know, he played his cards well. Like he that got him a lot of credit among Pakistanis. Like it's been like very. It has been. Returning the return on investment on those efforts has been yeah. really good for him. Yeah. No, but, but but no, but then he also he he also turned out to be the first Muslim leader to to condemn this attack on Salman Rushdie. You know, in, in, in his interview. Yeah, he, did did uh, you not watch that? Guardian interviewed yeah. him, and and he and obviously they put him on the spot, and they said. Uh, oh, what do you think about this attack on Salman Rushdie? And he he gave the same. If anybody attack. else, if it was anyone else. They would have crucified him in Pakistan for saying something like that right now. Any politician, like they would, yeah. like their political career would be over. If you were yeah. a political, if a politician in Pakistan and condemned Salman Rushdie's attack in Pakistan, you that would be the end of your political career. Only Imran Khan can survive these things. Yeah, right? yeah, he can. Yeah, you're right. He can. He because because he's a darling of a lot of, of a lot of people. But um, but yeah, the, the, amazing. He's yeah, it he's, is amazing. I mean, you, you can't work it out. Some, sometimes you can't work it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So going from one celebrity to another, here's a uh, last oh, yeah. question. 
Kim Kardashian posted about the Iranian protests, followed oh. by an explainer that says that the Iranian people are not protesting against Islam. They are simply protesting for the sake of all these rights that are denied to them. What is your reaction? I flipped out. Okay, I actually have it. What do you think? I could bring the what she posted. No, I didn't. I didn't even see it. So no, I don't know. Follow an explainer that, that says that. Okay, be informed. So that's Kim K, right? Okay. That's um, Kim K. That's real. Iranians are not protesting against Islam or any other religion. How do you know this? You know, this is why, yeah, some, sometimes, you know, just stay out of it, okay? If, 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 you, if you're going to, you know, try to play on both sides of the, of the court, of the net, then just stay out of it. We don't need your freaking support. Um, they're fighting for their basic rights. But go on. They're fighting for their basic it. rights. The right for women to sing in their country. Yeah, Islam forbids that, biatch. The right for women to ask for a divorce. Um, yeah, Islam doesn't allow that. So, yeah, they are going against Islam. The right for women to have custody over their children. Yeah, sorry, honey, not looking good for Islam. The right to choose how they dress. Definitely going against Islam then. To stop wrongful imprisonment. Okay, yeah, maybe. To stop torture and rape while under arrest. Okay, that's not Islamic. Uh, for freedom of speech. You're definitely un-Islamic. Not only for journalists, but for all citizens. For the, uh, for the many Iranians abroad that fear death sentence upon returning to their homeland. They are fighting to get Iran back. They are fighting for the future of the children. Well, yeah, this is, they are fighting against Islam then. This, is, this movement is anti-Islam. Okay. So when you say if it's anti-Islam or not, okay, so... It is against my understanding of Islam and Harris's understanding of Islam. But no, as we no, all no, know, no. so many people have different understanding of Islam. Yes. And there are yes. many people who think Islam doesn't stand against any of these things. You could perfectly do all of these things and still be a Muslim. Okay. Okay. In fact, and all I of these been... things are, uh, in, in fact, I would say all of these things are un Islamic, you know, like uh, forcing women to wear heavy okay. uh, bases, right? Yeah. No, no, but there are many, there are many people who are saying Muslim, I'm Muslim yeah. and I think it's okay to dance and sing and like show yeah, their hair. Like, yeah. Muslims should show their hair, right? So, yeah. um, so technically, he, what she's saying is not true, but what you're saying is not true, Harris either, because like we, we can't like anybody says Iranians are protesting against, or saying Iranians are not protesting against. Okay, maybe you should like clarify. I, I make this mistake as well, okay? Because the majority of Iranians, the, the thing that they're protesting for right now is the, the regime to, for the regime to fall, right? The vast majority, okay? Um, sometimes I say the the protesters, and I should be I should say the vast majority of protesters, right? But when she says Iranians are not protesting, it's such a general you could you could almost guarantee to be wrong. And you have to be careful not to generalize Iranian protesters. Yeah, because she's like appeasing, that. yeah, because she's appeasing the Muslim, like, oh, you know, because everyone's scared of Islamophobia narratives. Everyone's scared of yes. that. I don't want to come across as an Islamophobic. So, so calm down, guys. When these guys don't hate Islam, okay, just support them. They don't hate Islam. That that's the kind of appeasement. Okay, so the truth is that there are. Among the protesters, so what they what seeming what is seemingly uniting all of them is that they're anti-regime. Okay. But whether they're anti-Islam or not anti-Islam, they are different groups. There are many protesters 
who are anti-Islam and they're protesting against Islam and the Islamic regime is a representative of Islam for them. I listen to a lot of these people. A lot of these protesters think that they, they are. This is just the start. Once they ta- take out the regime, they're going to end Islam globally. That's what I hear them say. Like this, like no, this is the first. Right. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, but that would be some. They're crazy, right? <laughs> so, okay, I know they're crazy, but this is their hope. <laughs> but this is like can, we're going to stop Iran. We're going to liberate Iran from Islam, and then we're going to go for other Islamic countries. <laughs> Pakistan, I'll, 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 uh, I'll, I'll, I'll um, uh, join hands with them for right. Pakistan. So, <laughs> the people are saying based in live chat. Um, but but there are many, many Iranians who are the, there are they hate Islam with a passion. Yeah. With a passion, like as much as I hate Islam, sometimes these people hate Islam. I, I the only place in the world where I can find people who hate Islam with with a greater passion than even me is in Iran, right? Aggressively against Islam. Okay. So when you say Iranians are not protesting against Islam, you're right about some of them. Some of them are like Muslims who are protesting against the government, right? Yeah, but some yeah. of them, you're, you're wrong about some of them. So you don't generalize like that. Some of them are like aggressive. No, this is what I meant. Islamic. Right. Yes. This is what I meant. Uh, yeah. Look, fair enough. This is this is this is what I meant. But I get it. Uh, I think I jumped on on the fact that this is a very common behavior these days that people want to appease Muslims. That please, okay, don't don't feel bad about this. We we're not we don't want to touch your cuddly bear called Islam. We're not going after that. So let's just get behind all these people. And um and, and yes, your, your your religion would not be tarnished. Your religion would not be attacked or damaged. So let's just get behind these women. I think I think this this has become all too common these days. Uh, okay, but here's another here's the main criticism I have with this post. Okay, um, that's not the thing that needs focus right now. Let's say even if it's true, yeah. like I've seen so many people coming out. I see Ali Daba. I saw Susanna send me an Instagram post. Uh, of Muslims coming and saying like what is happening in Iran, what the regime is doing is not Islamic. This is not the true Islam. I mean, really, this is, is this the time? This is the fact that your priority, you saw, you see Iranian people are being killed in the streets and you're like, oh my God, we need to save Islam. You're right. Your priorities are, Mm. you know, check your priority. Which one do you think needs saving right now? Islam or the people? What, you know, Obviously the fact people, that yeah. your your instinct is to come and like, oh, Islam, let me protect Islam. That is just like your timing says everything. Your timing says your where your priorities lies. And that is the bigger problem. Even if it's true that this is what they're doing is not Islamic. Even if it's true, is if, if it's the protests, is it is not against Islam, it's against the regime. The fact that you think ideologies deserves more of your protection than the people in the streets tells me tells me something is wrong especially when yeah. it comes to like i have this advice for muslims as well muslims who are looking at what's happening in iran and seeing women taking off their hijabs and burning it okay and the if as a muslim okay because i know many muslims who are better than this i know muslims who think like oh my god people's lives right but if you are one of the Muslims who the first thing that comes to your mind, like, oh my God, people are going to think badly of Islam. Then yeah. your priorities are fucked. Yeah, yeah. But speaking of celebrities, though, we should still say, okay, as you said, okay, so there's Islam 
and there's people there, uh, people fighting for their human rights, and Islam's sanctity has to be preserved as well because us celebrities, sorry, that's a bit too controversial. We don't want to go there. So, but still, having said that, yeah. if you can forgive her that, okay, she's navigated through that. She doesn't want to. She doesn't want to tackle two beasts at the same time. Um, so she's a. She's becoming political. She's making a political statement, and b. We can't really expect her to go after Islam as well. So she doesn't want to tackle two. You don't have time, to go on. Like this is what no, no, I get it. Is saying. Yeah. No, 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 no I get it. Like, I get it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, this, this is what I'm saying. No, I get it. She doesn't have to. So even if she had bypassed I it, I get it. But 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 she wanted to be holistic in her approach. So she wanted to uh, because a lot of people. Hang on a second. Because a lot of people do think that okay, when you burn a hijab, look what we've been uh, what, what we have been saying to Western liberals and uh, leftist people. We've been saying, hey, ah, you come out in support of hijabs. Why don't you come out in support of burning the hijab now? So they're like, oh. Would that be seen as Islamic? Because right away, um, uh, um, right to wear a hijab is Islamic. So right to burn a hijab would be un-Islamic. I mean, it, it, these are the things people see these things as, as you know, in, in binaries. So that's why I think she was trying to be holistic and she said it. So just moving pa past that, okay, it's still is good enough that at least she talked about it. How many other celebrities are not saying it? Who is the biggest celebrity these days? When you when you when you hear about a, of a movie star or a celebrity, what's the biggest name that pops to your head? Hmm. I, I'm I'm drawing a blank. I don't know who comes to your mind. Um. Wait. Hold on. Well, most it, Instagram it? followers. Most Instagram is followers. Justin Bieber. No, no, Bieber's gone. He talked about Bieber, by the way. Oh, he did? No. The Rock. The Rock is the, the Rock biggest. The Rock is bigger than... He, really? Yeah, bigger than yeah, Justin Bieber? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's bigger than everyone. He's the biggest hands down. I am Never... So but he's so clever. Never, ever, ever says anything that is not populist. He just stays clear of any controversy. But that guy... I think the only time when he actually did make a political statement, that was when he supported Joe Biden. And he, yeah, and he, he copped a lot of flack from it as well. That was the only time. Other than that, all he does is like he just takes photos with some cute kids. And it's like, oh, the kids are crying. He's like, oh, I'll take a photo. Yeah, act cool. And um, and it's like, mate, so having said that, so, okay, fair enough. Okay, Rock, you you, you, you want to be a coward. You don't want to. He even shook hands with the MBS. So, so, so yeah. So, you want to be a coward. Okay, screw you. We don't need that. But I'm saying. There are celebrities who can just stay quiet, not damage their brand. But then if Kim K said it, okay, we should still be a little bit grateful to her for saying that. Yeah, so I agree with that. Um, even if people say the wrong things, talking about the subject is huge. Still important, so, yeah. Yeah, the fact that they're bringing attention to it, I'd rather them say a wrong thing than nothing at all, okay? Um, so thank you for talking about it. Um, but I will still criticize the wrong thing that you said. Um, another thing is that even I, I disagree with what Oxymoron is saying. Okay, like you also say, like, oh, you just want to hold some, you don't, you don't, you, yeah, well, and you're saying so. Oxymoron is saying, to be fair, that is what uh, celebrities are supposed to say, they love their careers. You don't have to, you don't have to say this, you know, that you don't get any problem. You don't get in, in, in any problems with if, if you just say that I support the Iranian women's rights and 
uh, I'm against a, a morality police and the oppressive regime. Nobody's going to come and say like, oh, how dare you? You're being Islamophobic. Like no, right now, everybody's saying it. No, no but I mean, some people that could that say it. No, the only reason, no, 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 but the no, other no, no, reason, no. the Muslims around the world right now, they're coming out they're and they're saying, because the Sunnis, because the Shias, no, even the Shias, even the Shias around the world, okay, they're, 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 other than the, that 10 million poor regime uh, supporter, even the Shias do not support this regime, right? other than the 10 million loyalists that they have, and maybe some Hezbollah in Lebanon and some Hashishabi and other people in, in Iraq and Syria. Right? right, but it's not it's not a big population globally. They wouldn't add to fifty million, right? Globally, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's mostly in the Middle East, anyways. No, but, but yeah, but but, but, but mm. I'm saying no, but what I'm saying, you wouldn't get in trouble for being anti-Islamic Republic of Iran. For you wouldn't get in trouble for bigotry, right? So you don't have to. You, you I'm, we're not saying come out and say, oh, this is like ah, they're fighting Islam. Good job. Like that's not my as a celebrity. I I know that you cannot come and say like yeah. You might have to get some brownie points. You yeah, might actually get no, some but, brownie points in this case. I know, but yeah, but I'm just saying you don't have all you had to do is just support the Iranian people. You didn't have to say whether this is pro-Islam or anti-Islam. No, 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 but no, no, but see, there is the point. So maybe you understand the nitty-gritty of that. We know that she has Sunni divided. This is why I said she wanted to be holistic in a in a tweet or in a in a in a Instagram post. I'm supporting no, the Iranian women, and that does not mean I'm anti-Islam. Nobody. That's what okay, you want to that, say. The anti-Islamic part, right now, there's. I it was unnecessary. There's not that many people that are accusing you for being anti-Islam for being. She was being proactive. She was being proactive. You don't need to. That's too proactive. That is like that well, is addressing maybe, a concern. That is an addressing a concern to to that people are not having. Maybe she should have consulted with us, and we would have told her. But yes. I think you can you can give her the benefit of the doubt. She didn't know. She doesn't know what freaking Sunni Shia divide is. You don't need to know the Sunni Shia divide. You only need to see that that nobody, like most people, are not accusing each other of being anti-Muslim bigots okay, for okay. standing up against the regime. That's all you okay. need to see. You, she you, would not you, have seen celebrities. No. You know what celebrities are good at? Noticing trends on social media. That's what no. all he, all she had to do. That's all she had so, to do. I, I reckon no, that's pro I, I reckon it's probably probably because of um because Iranian regime is a Shia regime. If this was if the, if, if a similar movement like this was taking place in nope, Pakistan, let's nope. just say that they so would not have spoken. Sunni, they would not. No, if, if, okay, so you right, you reckon so you so many Sunni Muslims constantly remind us that the regime in Saudi Arabia does not represent Islam. They constantly remind us that it's actually right now, there's no regime. There's no regime. In yeah, yeah, no, but when, no, but when push comes to, no, but when push comes to shove, then they're like, oh, see, this is an attack on Islam. Yeah, all these Islamophobes are just supporting this overthrow Where? of the- No, 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 if you attack Muslims, yes, but if you attack regimes, they're like, oh, that's nothing to do with Islam. Constantly tell us that. Which regime do people come out globally, Muslims globally, like, oh yeah, this is a good representative of an mm. Islamic government. Do you have one? No. Even Sunnis. Even Sunnis don't have a Sunni Islamic government. Like, yep, this is like what exactly how Muhammad would have intended. No, but it, they constantly remind us that no, it's no, actually this is what, all no, Okay. Okay. So, so, yeah, I don't have an example. You're probably right. But but hang on. But but yeah, but this is but but she would not know that. She doesn't she, know that. She only had to notice that people, even Muslims, are supporting Iranian people right now. Muslims are coming out and saying like, oh yeah, I, I, have a, I have a hijab and I support the Iranian woman. I have the right to choose to wear the hijab and I support the right yeah, for but... Iranian woman to not wear the hijab. Okay, so as a celebrity, okay, so, you, so you're telling me, okay, so as a celebrity, 
I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, 90% of the people, uh, majority of people, I haven't seen any tweet that is uh, anti this movement. Um, so I'm going to just say this, but then she proofreads it. Then she, she rethinks about it. She's like, yeah, yeah. maybe I should add this line because what if there's like a thousand people who say, you bitch, you and you Islamophobic, you're against our faith, blah, blah, blah. She just added it as an insurance policy. That's what yeah, I'm but she she didn't know she spoke on behalf of Iranian people. She said Iranian people are not protesting against. And the fact that she didn't know, like, oh, she doesn't know, she doesn't know. But then you shouldn't make a claim if you don't know. You don't know. How, yeah. You can't speak on behalf of Iranian people. Like, they're not protesting against us. Some of them are, some of them are. Well, that's, yeah, so, so, I know so it's, fair, mean, it's fair for her to say this. And it's fair for us to come up and like, yeah, you shouldn't have you said reckon- you shouldn't have said this. Yeah. Okay, so you reckon when George W. Bush said Islam is a wonderful religion, it's a religion of peace, you reckon he knew anything about Islam? You probably didn't. Yeah, no. say that. Yeah, yeah but then, then don't say, say But then, okay, I'm saying, I'm not saying you should have known. I'm saying if you don't know, then don't make claims about things. I'm not criticizing her for no, not, not being aware. Hey, I'm criticizing no, her for making claims. I don't know many things. But I guess think, what? If I don't know about something, I don't make claims about I mean, it. You're I, not getting I it. say maybe I'm skeptical. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, you're not getting into being safe. Maybe they're, they're smarter than what we, the, we what we might think. They actually, she might actually know. Hang on, yeah, it is. Go anti-Islam people, uh, go my fellow Islamophobes. But I'm gonna play safe. She could be like that. Well, our job is to make it so that, like, if you are playing it safe because I'll you get backlash from the other side, so we have to create our. When you say shit like this, we have to come out. So people, when people want to play safe, they have to put our and us into the calculation as well. So if there's a, if you say that this is not against Islam and there's a backlash to that as well, next time you want to play it safe, you will calculate us in your calculation as well. Yeah, I get it, but anyway, I think we've. I've said my piece. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Some, somebody, uh, okay, I think we're done, are we? Uh, okay, yes. we've still got 10 you minutes. Wanna... Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm going to cover. So uh, yeah, can, can we finish it too? Can we finish it too? In two hours? Okay, okay. We're not going to bring I'm, members up? Uh, what, maybe you're going to have them because I'm really, really tired. Okay, I didn't okay. get a nap today. So, But, but yeah, you can, you can get some members. Um, yeah, okay. uh, and yeah, leave it, leave it, leave it running. I'm gonna put um, it on the. I'm gonna wait. Let me tell people what I'm doing on the community tab for Secular Jihadist channel. I'm going to go and put a link to for anybody who wants to come up. Um, for you to be able to see that, you have to be a member of the channel. So it's going to only be visible to members of the channel. Okay, so you go on. What are you saying? Okay, so I wanted to talk about this. What's been happening in in Italy? So, oh yeah, we've been. I've been saying, or well, not I. I think everyone's been saying, is just stating the obvious, really, that um, that people who are um, people who have been uh, in the center, center left, center right. Oh no, center left and and in the center, they've been saying, hey, you know what? What the radical left, as they like to call it, or the wokes they've gone way too far and some of these values some, some of these values that they're propagating they just don't make any sense so they say you know what i would pick and same thing we see in india as well so pe- people say you know like i'm a classical liberal but now i'm finding myself i i don't want to I, I don't want to go where where this far left is taking me so i'm going to go with the conservatives 
and sometimes even further than that. So this is what's been happening. And look, uh, the rise of Trump, you could say, uh, in Germany, I forgot what's the party called in Germany. Um, Sweden recently, a far-right party. Uh, they didn't come to power, but they got big, big numbers. But now, for the first time, a lot of people are saying the, this is a far-right party that's come to power. Uh, and this is quite remarkable. A, a lot of people, uh, uh, hang on, let me find that. A lot of, a lot of these uh, news outlets are actually saying that since uh, Benito Mussolini, a far-right wing uh, party has come to power in Italy. I don't know whether that's a comparison is a fair comparison. I don't think so. But, um, but still, let's just have a look at this particular one, what they say. Hang on a second. Well, what are they saying? Can't even talk. Uh, let me see. Where is this? AD power. Okay, allow this. Okay. All right, so let's have a look at this. You ready? It's got some thumbnails. Can you see this? No, I see your screen. Can, can you see? Oh, why can't you see this? Okay. Let me email friendly Muslim the link as well. Okay. Why does it not? Okay, friendly Muslim, I emailed you the link. Oxymorons here as well. You know what? Oh, yeah. Screw this. I can't even talk. You want send it to me? I will share it for you. No, what I can't even talk. I can't even gather my thoughts. Like I'm falling asleep. Okay, um, good. I think we can. Let, I'll, I'll let's talk, talk about, about Italy. It. Yeah, let's talk about Italy. You're gonna talk. Oh, how about this? How about this? You're gonna talk about this with Nuria? How we could tell? Yeah, people I'll, I'll yeah, I'll talk about it. Yeah, I'll talk about it in Sunday scoop. Okay, okay, guys, make sure you check out the Sunday Scoop with Harris Sultan and Nuria, and he's going to be covering what's happening in Italy uh, over there. Uh, right. Oh, Also, check out Atheist Republic's um, news as well, because me and Susanna will be probably, Susanna will be covering this as well, I'm not sure, because there's a lot of religious LGBT rights activists and also abortion issues with, with, related to the whole rise of the far right in Italy. That Those are some major major concerns right now, right? But mm. what the hell is happening to Europe? Sweden has gone far right. It's you know going said? far right. Uh, well, France why, almost it, went far right. It's, like, it's going to happen. It's going to yeah. happen because people have been losing their shit on the left. You know, that's just uh, this wokeism, cancel culture, all of that. And, and we were and, like, say, oh, no, borders. you we need Europe to take a bigger role because the United States is going far right with Trump and everything. And now Europe is like, hold my beer. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can go even more far right than Trump. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, oh it was, no, but how for how long we've been saying that, that it's going to happen? Yeah. You know, yeah we've yeah. been saying that. Everyone's been saying it for so long. Like, this, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Now, uh, you know, you made your bed. Now you lie in it. So, yeah. Why don't want to right. delay? They're gonna, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna make life so difficult for Muslims. They're gonna force us to come out and be like, "Oh my God, we're gonna be different." Our channel, our atheist anti-Islamic channels, is going to be dedicated to protecting, to defending Muslims. And this Hindut in the live chat, they're like, "Ah, we knew, we knew." <laughs> no, but this is one thing that I've also been telling these, these radical Hindus as well. Yeah. Far right wing white supremacists they use Muslims as a scapegoat because Muslims are probably the 
you know they're 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 the loudest and they're the um, you know they're, they're the problem child yeah okay so so they use them as an example hey look see to their own people hey look how bad uh, these muslims are they're radical they're, they're they're noisy they do this they blow up blah 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 whatever yeah. so they say that and they use that as an example and then Hindus are like, yeah, see, that's what we've been trying to tell you. But what they don't realize is that they say, look at these Muslims. And then they say, that's why there should be no non-white migration. Gid Wilders actually did this tweet about a month ago. And he said, you know what he said? He said, he, he used another example of some radical Muslim doing some crazy things. And he said, this is why I say uh, uh, we should only have European migration. I was like, ah, where are the Hindus now? Because white supremacists, you might think that, hey, they're talking against Islam and Muslims. No, they don't like you either, man. <laughs> to you, you're also not white enough for them. So you, you, all your browns and black, for them, you're all in the same category. So, so far right can never be your friend. But our silly, you know, like our, our gullible uh, Hindus, they think that, oh, Obviously, not all uh, hashtag not all Hindus, but gullible Hindus think that. Oh, yeah, anyone who speaks against uh, against Muslims or Islam is my friend. No, they're not your friends. By the way, before you go, I know you need to go get your rest. Norse mythology is also saying go get your rest. Sleep is very important. But you did get a super chat. You didn't respond to this. Was on your oh, channel your by Xi Jinping. Oh, I did end up talking about it. Your your view on New Italy Prime Minister linked to neo fascist groups. I don't know. Look, I mean, I I don't know much about it. And I'm only I'm only reading the news. I'm watching these news stories, so I don't really know much myself. I'm only the going guy. About this. No, the guy. She supported Mussolini. Did you know that? Is it? She prayed. Oh, yeah, she, we have her on video praising Mussolini. There you go. Also, she's, she's kind of cute, by the way. No. I don't know. I, if if you're gonna go fascist, you might as well make it say, you know, kind of cute. Is that sexist <laughs> to say? I don't care. I don't know. Well, I do. You, care. You, That's not sexist. You might. She, yeah, yeah. She might like you too, because you know you, you you look a bit Italian, so it's okay. I'll, I'll be too brown. I'll I could brown, I could I could tolerate fascism a little bit if it's cute. I mean I don't tolerate it, but it's like at least make it. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know what? I should shut up. Susanna's gonna kill me. No, I take take all that back. I, I'm just acknowledging what I see. Anyways, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna go. Ish. Okay. All right, guys. I'm gonna go. I'll see you guys on Sunday on Sunday Scoop and uh, with with, um, with Khan, and we'll talk about it a little bit more. And obviously, there'll be more updates to discuss um, uh, on the Iranian front. So until then, ta-da! Bye bye from me. Bye. Mwah. Oh, you're still here. Okay, I'll put him down. All right, let me bring Axi Moran and Friendly Muslim. Um, hello. Okay. Hello. 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 I hope Harris feels better. Get some rest. Yeah, no, Harris mm-hmm. needs to go to sleep because he needs to rest. But yeah, it's it's. I'm I'm really grateful that he came anyways because he was really really tired, but he still came, so I, I'm grateful for that. Okay. Oh, shout out to Harris. Also, like. I'm glad that even though he was tired, the news was interesting enough for him to. He seemed like he was like tired, but then when the topic would come out, he would get like very passionate about it. So I was like, so the news was like interesting enough to get him awake. 
Yeah, no, but it's it's all kick, kick, kicking off, and what I wanted to, because I've been talking about it, and um, it's been interesting because people have been asking me about it, uh, or the conversations have been happening, and I've been able to say, well, no, listen, this is the breakdown of the country, you know, and I was more knowledgeable. Wait, 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 the... give us context. What, what are you talking about? Like, so start from the beginning. With oh, sorry. Okay, so generally, like within Muslims are having a discussion about what's going on and so i've been part of discussions where i have been able to explain that look there is a breakdown of the country and there are other issues. okay you're not explaining it you're talking about Ir- did you even mention iran once yeah sorry iran oh. yeah sorry it's been the moment no you didn't like people have no idea what you're talking about okay iran yeah. this is the most most important thing that's going on in the news this week. Right. So you're talking um, about Iran and you're saying yes. that people have come out, uh, you as a Muslim, people talk to you about it, right? About what's happening. Yeah, within, within Muslim, you know, Dawah groups, etc. you know, I, I've been talking uh, about it and they have asked the, the topic of Iran and what's going on has come up. And obviously yeah. I've had more knowledge based on our discussions from the past okay. where I've been able to contribute and say, you know, it's not just the hijab. The hijab represents the regime also um, for certain people. And so I've been able to give a more rounded um, sort of uh, perspective of what's happened based on our conversations. What I would like, remember we went through that, there's a pie graph, or a, you said that these were the different groups of uh, people in Iran. Um, right. I really wanted to touch that with you basically because I, I think it was important to show people what the different makeup of Iran is like remember there was that uh, those yes. statistics yeah um, so I would like to personally um, that's what I wanted to you want me to bring you. it up now I'm bringing it yes, up right now yeah, yeah if you could that would be brilliant um, because I'm <clears> okay. going to do a, a new segment on it um, on friends own news um, where I sort of you know explain to people what's been happening okay. also here let me share my screen all right so this is iran's attitudes toward religion a 2020 survey report so the the page that you're looking for is this one okay right again some people don't like this study some people say it's good some people say it's not good but but this is the only survey uh that we have the most recent survey that we have that is not government ones right because we can't trust what the regime says right um so based on the based on the latest scientific poll that we have had uh iranian people um the only 32 percent of them are shia muslim so it's still the biggest group but it's less than 50 percent if you add up all the Muslims, so 32% Shia Muslim, because Iran used to be a majority Shia Islam, um, Shia Muslim country. And mm-hmm. within one generation, within less than one generation, uh, around half of Iranians have left not just Islam, but religion as a whole. So this is significant. Like if this if this poll is accurate, okay, it means that within within less than 40 years, Half of Iranians, let's say 40 years, within 40 years, half of Iranians have left religion as a whole. This is the greatest 
mass exodus of religion in the history of mankind, if it, if this is accurate, right? So if you... Would you, would you say that's been mainly pushed by the regime um, and, and their behavior that's pushed people into sort of no religion yeah, at all? Or is this... Have you seen this yeah, yeah. Any, anywhere else in the world? Um, no, nowhere okay. else in the world have you ever seen this. Like the best anti-Islam activists in the world are the Islamic is the Islamic Republic of Iraq. No, nothing, no, nothing has been a better force against Islam, other than more than the Islamic Republic of of Iraq. It's absolutely insane. We're talking about eighty-two million people, right? Right. So it's un, it's you know, it's crazy. So we have thirty-two percent Shia. Let's see, Sunni Muslim. Sunni Muslim is only half five uh, percent, right? So that would be thirty-seven. Then you have Sufis with three percent. Right, so let's say let's just say like eight, uh, forty as a whole. Um, yeah. So forty percent Muslim, which makes Iran a Muslim minority country. So this is this re- definition of taking a country hostage because you have Islamic, you have Sharia law enforced upon a Muslim minority country. That is insane. How are minorities treated um, in Iran in terms of like you know you Christian minorities, obviously Sunni Muslim minorities, uh, Zoroastrians, etc. Okay, it depends on whether you're a minority because you're born into it or because you left Islam. Okay, if you have, if you're a minority because you left Islam, okay, if you if it's found out, then your punishment is death, right? But if you're born into it, it really depends on the minority. Okay, so the worst. I think the worst people, the minority that has it the worst, are the Baha'is or the Kurds. Okay, so it's either the Kurdish or the Baha'is. I don't know which one has it worse, right? So, but one is an ethnicity, another one is a religious group. Okay, and what's the total uh, population of Iran at the moment? 82, I think. Let me check. Iran population... 83, 80, oh, 83.99, so 84 almost. I swear last time I checked this was 82. What the hell? Okay, 84. 84, okay. And uh, remember there was the other breakdown of uh, people that wanted the reg- that were pro-regime, people that wanted independence, people that wanted the Shah, uh, and the, that oh. monarchy back also. There was, I think it was a, a 20-20-20 split. I couldn't remember the exact uh, figures. Let me, you want me to bring that as well? Yeah, please. Yeah, I think it's it's great because it, it helps to explain to people what the actual breakdown of Iran is and the different views that are within the country. Okay, let's bring that as well. Because, because interesting enough, and obviously once you go through this, we can discuss the other things that have been happening in London. Um, also, because I don't know if you had a chance to cover that or uh, you're aware of the things that were happening in, in London or, or the UK. Um, but yeah, the sources sit, yeah, okay, great. Okay. All right. So, Iranian people, the political systems that they want, uh, the 33% of them, which is the biggest group, want a secular republic, right? 
So it's very interesting because uh, that means that even some Shia Muslims want a secular republic, right? Um, the second group, by 22%, is the people who want an Islamic republic, right? So it doesn't say the Islam if the Islamic republic that they want is the one that we have already or a different Islamic republic. But I would say that, let's guess that it's the same Islamic republic, right? So that would mean that 16 million people are potentially happy with the current regime that we have, right? But that would mean that everybody else is unhappy because not, none of these other options are an Islamic Republic. So only this is, you know, maximum 22% of Iranians are happy with the regime that they have, okay? Right. Um, then we have 19% want the constitutional monarchy, same as what we have in the UK, for example. Three uh, percent of them want an absolute monarchy, which these people are insane. I would say, um, where do we have like kind of like Thailand, maybe, right? Thailand or Saudi Arabia? These people want that. Well, I don't know if they could call those monarchy, but where else do we have an absolute monarchy right now in the world, other than? Yeah, I think Thailand would be the one that. Thailand would be like kind of like yeah. Thailand, yeah. Um, and then there's tw another twenty percent they didn't answer, or yeah, yeah. So in London, basically, there were protests under the uh, it's a Islamic center or the center for Islam, basically, uh, in Maidavale. So there were protests happening outside yes. there, um, also on and they Park. raised the monarchist flag over it. Did you see? Oh, okay, yes. yeah. So, I saw so the Iranians. So that would be these people, right? So some, they attacked it and the police was there and there was a clash between Iranians and the police because they wanted to attack the center, right? They kind yeah. of see the Islamic center in London as, I don't know, like a spy agency or a propaganda arm of the Iranian regime, right? So yeah, that's, that's why they attacked it. People were saying. They, um, they climbed it and they were like these these monarchists. Like somebody went up there and he was raising the, um, the monarchist flag. Which is like the Iranian flag with a lion and a, holding a sword in the middle. Has he been quite vocal at the moment with what's going on in terms who, of who? the person that wants to be a monarch? Uh, what was his name? The um, the son. Was, okay, the yeah. the son of. Okay, so the son of the previous king, the son mm -hmm. of the Shah, um, you know, uh, Reza Pahlavi, right? Yeah. The son of Muhammad Reza Pahlavi, he is on our side. Okay, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not a monarchist. I would like a secular republic. I'm on the secular republic side, right? Okay, mm -hmm. these constitutional monarchists, the the person that they want to they want to topple the government and bring a new shah, bring a new king, and they want their king to be uh, Reza Pahlavi. Okay, but Reza Pahlavi is not on their side. Reza Pahlavi, he himself wants a republic. He he's he himself has said the age of monarchies is over. He he doesn't want that, but he also says that I don't. I I myself see myself as a pro-republic person, but if the Iranian people choose a monarch, constitutional monarchy, then I would respect that. But he himself is not on their side. He himself is on our side. So would it be a case that he he brings in a monarchy, but then he leaves it to a government and forms a government to actually run uh, a democratic secular government? To run oh, no. Okay, first of all, as much as as much as I'm against a, a constitutional monarchy, okay, I have to be fair. A constitutional monarchy is still a democracy. Okay. 
only an absolute monarchy is not a democracy. A constitutional monarchy is still a democracy. I'm I'm against it, but I'm mm -hmm. against it. I, I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna attack it baselessly. I'm not gonna say like, oh, it's not democratic. It's absolutely. It is. It's UK is a democratic country, and UK okay. is a constitutional monarchy. Right. So, right? what are your objections to a constitutional monarchy? My my main objection is that there is a very impo important unelected politician. Okay, I you know I that has significant power. First of all, if it has if that politician has no power, then it's a waste and it's useless, right? And a distraction, right? And if it has any power, then it's unelected. Right. It needs oh, politicians need to be representing the people, so they need to be elected. Yeah, and it's it's based on inheritance, and it's for if if it's it's lifetime. There's two main problems: no position should be based on inheritance; it should be based on merit, and no position should be lifelong. You because then you have no accountability. It should be you should be you should be able to lose your position based on performance. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Um, so in London, there were two, there were protests against uh, the regime, but we also saw protesters uh, for the regime also. Um, so is that happening? Uh, and I understand that was happening in Iran also, but there were pro-regime uh, protests that happened ra ra rapidly also that were organized and sort of went out. But I, I'd like you to able to confirm that was the case or not well okay so there was two attempts at this so whenever there's pro-regime protests in iran the government comes and mobilizes them right so it's not organic they're bringing buses and they are told that it's you know as government employees they have to comply to this like if you if there's pro-government protests and you as a government employee you don't attend when you're asked to it's it could be you will suffer like you will okay. lose so they yeah, round yeah. up the people and say look get they out round up people. Tell people yeah but you're, yeah, you're but, but it was very embarrassing because they were they were zooming in they, they they had the people like pushed together and they had the camera zoom in but people were filming it from their balconies and stuff and when you zoomed out you could see that there wasn't that many people <laughs> It was so embarrassing. People were comparing the footage that they released by the government and then the zoomed out version of that. And if you look at the government version, it, see, it seemed like a sea of people have showed up. But then when you saw it from other angles, it seemed like, okay, this was just this one corner. <laughs> so it where was so this, bad. But, but that was the first attempt. No, that okay. was the first attempt at the first day. But it was so embarrassing that the government made the second attempt at the protest. And this was the first time that we saw that was the double attempt. And they brought more people the second time, but it was it was really embarrassing because the the chant of the protest like look at the arm the chant was like which translates to look at the army that has showed up in support of the supreme leader right like you look at the multitudes of people and then you look at the crowd and there was like <laughs> a handful of people there so the, the the contrast between the chant and the people was really embarrassing right. Uh, and people were anti-regime people were sharing that everywhere and then they made a second the fact that they made a second attempt at protest kind of confirmed that they were embarrassed by the first footage that came out 
Wow. Okay. And so is this footage online? Uh, because also there's also conversations about whether they're being allowed access to internet um, and, and what happened there? Are you able to sort of let us know what, what happened in terms yeah, of... Yeah, the information, the, access... the internet was being cut in and out from the place. At first it was at the places where the protests were happening so they can mobilize and stuff, but people would record it. They go to a place where internet was there and they would send it from there, right? But then they cut internet even more when the protests like picked up, they cut internet like completely, uh, which makes uh, getting information a lot more uh, from Iran a lot more difficult, but not impossible because few people have, there are ways to, like for example, people have SIM cards from Turkey and from Pakistan, right? So using data, like when they cut the internet there, they could still connect to the networks from Pakistan and Turkey, some people, and you, but those are few people are few and far in between. So the, the data that comes out becomes much less significant, but we still get drops of information coming out when that, when they cut the internet. Okay. So would you say that then the importance of people protesting uh, around the world and making it known what's going on is, is extremely important because they're, they'll be able to voice what's going on uh, in the country where their voices aren't being heard. Um, and if the media oh, yeah. aren't covering, covering it, the important no, the, people mm. coming up and saying this is what's going on needs to be looked at. Yeah, it's important to keep your attention on this. Like we know that with more attention, Iranian people are safer, right? When the when when the world is watching, less people die because the government feels the pressure. We have seen this time and time again. Killings increase when people ignore. Okay. So we need attention. No, no, and and so you hope that this is the the, the flare up or the start up, or are you concerned it's going to be big news this week, and within a couple of weeks it, it may die down, or or do you feel this time it may uh, it may die down? It, it's very it, it's very likely. I don't know what will happen. Okay, but it, it's you, you know it, it's likely that it will die down. But the thing is that the protests, number of protests are increasing and the distance between them are shrinking. And red lines are constantly being crossed, red lines that were un unimaginable before. Right? Every time we have a new protest, there are red lines that we didn't think people would be able to cross. Okay, So if this, if this escalation of the nature of the protests continues um, and if more people you keep uh, taking especially people who used to be loyalists to the regime switch sides like this time we saw the the unprecedented nature of this protest relative to the ones before it was the type of people internationally that were supporting the iranian people but also the type of people internally that were choosing their people's side like celebrities that you would never imagine iranian celebrities um that would take that would speak against the regime you know, because their entire livelihood is underlined, are now talking, are taking people's side, right? People who used to be, um, you know, people who used to work for the regime are still working for the regime. Mullahs, with um, women with full chadors that are completely religious, more of more and more of them are going up against the regime, right? So at some point, where what we what you could potentially see is division within the regime itself. Especially if some people in the regime see people who look and talk like them speaking against the regime, right? So, for example, 
Um, oh, you want me like I can show you this video. You want me to show an example so you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Sorry, oxymoron. Um, let me just show you a very, very revealing video. Religion. Okay. Okay, let me translate this for you. <clears throat> All right. So the caption says, when I watched the first few seconds of this video, I wanted to chew open this man's neck. Okay. So a lot of anti-regime Iranians, when you hear something even remotely religious, you think that, oh, these people are pro-regime. So this man is very religious and he starts talking religious talk, right? So this is an Iranian who just by starting to hear this man is speaking religious talk, he says, I started to, I started to get so angry that I want to chew his neck open, chew his neck open. Okay. But, and then it's and then dot, 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 dot. So he, He's surprised. A lot of people in the comments you could also see that they're surprised that such a religious person with such a religious fervor is saying the things that he's saying. And that's why, for example, this got 15,000 likes because people are like, this is different. This is weird to them. They, they haven't, they're not used to seeing this. So let's see what this man is saying. Okay. He's saying, the people, the people that I want to talk to right now are the Hayati kids. Hayati kids are like the the people who come out and do this for Imam Hussein. They go to like they constantly go and you know very religious type of young people. They they call them Bacha Hayati. Okay, They're like the people who like me have grown up in Imam Hussein's ideology, like under Imam Hussein's ideology, his school of thought. Like I'm talking to the people who, like me, have cried tears of blood for Imam Hussein's uh, loneliness at the time of death, for his innocence at the time of death, from him dying uh, in a foreign land at the time of uh, death. For all these things, we cried in bloods of tear. Wait, I am, I'm not even playing the idea. You should have told me. Here, let me go from the beginning. Here. Because I want, I know you can't hear Persian, but I want you to hear his passion. You have the idea, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we will kill ourselves for the sake for the fact because my, Imam Hussein died alone. But today, woman, today Mahsa died. And, and, and today Mahsa died in you know in Gharib. I don't know how to say that in English. Today Rogaye is Mahsa. Rogaye is like a woman who died in Karbala. He says that the people from the army of Yazid, 
the evil people from the army of Yazid, they showed mercy to Rogaya, but these motherfuckers, they didn't show mercy to Mahsa. He says, today, Imam Hussein is the father of Mahsa Amini. Like, Hayati boys. Like, today is like Karbala. If you don't come out today, if you don't if you don't come out today, you're Kufi. So Kufi Kufa was a city in mother in today's Iraq. Um, that the city that in was pledged loyalty to Hussein in his fight, but when Hussein showed up for battle, they betrayed him and they didn't join him. And Hussein died uh, without their support. So they betrayed Hussein. So Kufis are recognized by Shia Muslims as the people who betray. Right, so he's saying if you don't come out today in support of Mahsa Amini, you are a Kufi. You become the army of Muawiyah. Muawiyah was Yazid's father, the person who was on the other side of um, against the against Imam Ali Hassan and Hussein. You become the same people that we curse. We, you become the people who, because of what they did, we, we cry tears of blood. He says, if you don't come out today, in the afterlife, you wouldn't be able to look Imam Hussein in the eyes. So, yeah. So this is surprising to a lot of people. They see this, and this went viral, because they're like, this is like, we are not like a lot of secularists or anti-Islam people are not used to seeing religious people being so passionately anti-regime or supporting Mahsa. Supporting the, the women who are taking off and burning their hijab. This kind of stuff is new. That's, and that's why you're wow. saying it's unprecedented. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's something that definitely is being spoken about, and I think uh, voices will prevail. Um, if you get a chance uh, off the stream, if you could email me, as two PDFs, uh, I would really appreciate it because I, I really want to uh, allow people to access this information also, so they have a better understanding um, the makeup of um, Iran and the different viewpoints because it, it's it's new to a lot of people. Uh, Iran may have not been on on people's radars or or you know perspective um, uh, until now, um, but there are definitely you know uh, protests happening in London. Um, I, I think they'll be happening in um, on the weekend again, um, you know. And I think are, are they going on around the world protests in to, in front of the Iranian uh, embassies and things of that nature? Do you have any news on, on that at all? Yeah, yeah. There was major uh, protests by Iranians outside of Iran, like in Toronto, in Vancouver, in Berlin, and in uk in france and in, in london more than before like again this was another uh, the number of people that showed up were outside of iran were bigger than ever before people who used to not be political people who used to stay out of it people were like okay yeah it's bad what's happening in iran but like they just went they this time they're coming out so it's very you can see like things are changing and also trial is making an interesting point because like He's saying, remember that video from a year a year or so ago of the Chadori woman dancing in the street saying Zendebad Pahlavi? Yeah, one year ago, 
I would share these videos with you and I would tell you guys, like there are some things that are changing. There seems to be a shift, not just among the secularists in Iran, but even among the religious people in Iran, right? And like, so I, people who follow me and follow secular jihadists, you have, you're exactly, Troll, you have been introduced to these signals of a, of a shift that seem to have been happening. And what Mahsa Amini's death has done is to show that that shift that we were slowly observing, we weren't imagining things. It was real because now they're surfacing. Now they're showing themselves so much like this. I just showed you one example. There's a lot more of this, you know, there's a lot more of this that I could show you that shows that we weren't lying. We weren't, or we weren't, we weren't like imagining things that were not there. This shift was big. And the thing is that it, it, this protest dying out, even, even if it dies out, which it might, okay, it's likely, has shown us that un, like the Islamic Republic is built now on a house of cards because without its base, there's nothing left. The base of the Islamic Republic is the support of very religious people. So what leg does it have to stand on going forward if it loses even that or if it loses even half of that? You don't need the entire leg. You just need because they will turn on each other. Because if you get religious people, very, very, very religious people to join the side of the people, these are people with more access to power. They have, because of the, for, because of the nature of being religious, they have, doors you have been open to them before. They have access to things that other Iranians don't have access to. So they're already, they already have one foot in. So they could take the thing down from within in places where other secularist people here in Iran didn't have the power or access to be able to do. So the best way to take down the regime is to turn it in on itself. And that's why that's what Masa's Amini is seemed to have done. Eventually this might have a result. Do you think there are any parties or any other part so how do you, do you think people would want to start from scratch basically? Uh do you how do you, do you think let's say on another paradigm two questions would you want to enter into a conversation who is pro-regime um, and, and have a conversation with someone that is actually pro-regime? Uh, also, how do you feel a, a toppling, what do you think a toppling of a regime looks like? You, uh, I don't think they're going to give up power, essentially, and say, well, the people aren't happy with us. Uh, do you think it would happen in a form of a political... Um, What's the word? You know when they have a big vote Settlement? Or oh, uh, referendum. Yeah, referendum, that's the word. Uh, yeah, they want to do a referendum. referendum. Yeah, that's what they're going to... What people say... Okay, first of all, I don't know if any of this is going to happen, okay? So what the anti-regime say, uh, say, people say, that the first order of business after the regime falls, okay? Again, I'm not saying whether this is possible or not, but the claim is that they want to have a referendum on the type of government, right? That what? So the, the, the thing, I think they're going to have a list of, do you want a secular republic, Islamic republic, a, a constitutional monarchy? Like you're going to choose one of these, right? And then we move forward from there. At first, we have to choose the type of government. And the monarchists will, even the monarchists will say, the constitutional monarchists in Iran will say, they, they're claiming that they think their side would win, but they are willing to give up their demand for the constitutional monarchy if the referendum shows that most people in Iran want a secular republic, right? But they are—they say they're quite confident that they will win. 
Um, so uh, they want the constitutional. Uh, they want the the people who are in, on the side of a secular republic to also confirm now that we would want a referendum, okay, and we will respect the results of that referendum. And if the constitutional monarchy side wins, we will submit to the constitutional monarchy, right? The problem for some of us sec, uh, secular mon uh, secular republics are that we think some things are shouldn't be up for a vote, right? Like we can't like have slavery up for a vote, right? Like so having an undemocratic institute should not be up for a vote. Like these are just anti-human rights and stuff, right? Um, however, even though that is my view that that shouldn't be up for a vote, you, can, you should just not have that. If that's what is required for us to submit to, to get us united against Islamic Republic of Iran, against my will, I will submit to that. Oxymoron, you want to say something? It's about this stuff. Okay, so I wanted to ask uh, if, there, if we observe the histories of a lot of Western nations that have been successful in uh, transitioning from monarchies to religious theocracies to... Uh, modern say uh, modern secular nations so it has been very gradual even the french revolution after french revolution there was napoleon and uh, the stuff that happened so the yes. transition was very step by step so don't you think the infusing these idea ideas directly could prob probably mean end of iran there would be a lot of factions and it could uh, lead to destability even United States, uh, like no, it, 50, it would cause years this, ago, it, it wasn't it as would, liberal as it is today. Okay, so the thing is that Iran has such a major identity that it's hard for it to, like, instability, I could see that. I could even see instability for like a decade or so, right? But end of Iran, I don't see that. There's such a major clinging on this identity of being Iranian that is hard to get rid of that. Like it, it will eventually will come back together. Like think about it. The Iran identity, okay, had survived the Arab the Alexander's invasion, right? The Arab invasion. So the Mongol invasion. So so many countries invaded Iran and tried to swallow it whole and make it part of this whole new empire and then at the end of it you still had iran back again right so think about like this is what again a lot of nationalists say so i don't want to be uber nationalist here but i'm just saying because i don't i'm not even saying this is as a good thing there's just so much pride and nationalism and you know tribal identity these are not things that i celebrate but it's but i have to accept that it's there right so like among all the countries that the, in the Middle East that the Muslims invaded, um, only two of them. I don't know, actually. I don't know. Turkey is not even in the Middle East, but only only Iran did not become Arabized. Like they kept their language because they have such pride. I mean, Turkey. Let's give Turkey as well, right? But like Lebanon, Egypt, uh, Syria, Iraq. They all lost their languages and became. I think Arab. there's uh, there's uh, argument that can be made that it could become like Afghanistan eventually, slowly by slowly, it could turn into Afghanistan. Yeah. No, no, I am, I yeah, I agree that it could be. We could have, we will have instability, 
We will have civil war, okay? But I'm just saying that Iranian people from all sides, even the pro-regime and anti-regime side, they are not willing to give up on the idea of Iran and the concept of Iran. So one way or another, they will keep this thing Iran. Not, we wouldn't have, like, this thing will not fall apart. I mean, even if it does fall apart, it will come back together at some point. Yeah, so I'm trying to make that point that Iran could fall in the sense that there will be a lot of factions in between Iraq for a very long yeah. period of time, which yeah, could yeah. hamper growth. So it could become like Afghanistan. I, I'm not claiming about the identity, but uh, the, you are trying to make the argument of the civilizational state kind of thing. So Afghans, uh, basically, even the Taliban and the non-Taliban factions, they are very clear with their identity and they sort of... Uh, but culture no 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 but they have different identities okay so in iran they have we have many different identities right but there's one identity that they all agree on which is the iranian identity we have same can be said about afghanistan as well no 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 for example in afghanistan um we have like isis doesn't believe in the concept of being afghan right no the isis k actually uh, it's it's making uh, argument for the uh, civilizational state, the okay, Kosovo, which is non-Islamic yeah, yeah, empire. Want, they, want an, they want an Islamic empire. But let me actually say the main difference. The main difference is that Iran is too geo, geopolitically and globally, economically, is more significant than Afghanistan could ever be. Right, both because yeah. of its oil resources, because of its access to the Persian Gulf because of its access to uh, the Caspian Sea, right? Because of its bordering um, countries like Turkey um, and Iraq. Um, and, you know, so it's just like geopolitically it's strategically and the number of people it has, right? And um, the talents that it has, right? So education-wise, yeah. Iran has moved past the Afghanistan by great margin. Right. So when it comes to the people power, okay, when it comes to natural resources power, when it comes to geopolitical power, Iran is at a different level. And there are certain soft powers that you can't just take away, like the experience that it has, the the infrastructure that it has, the institution that it has. Even if we topple the regime, these institutions will stay in place. Right. So that is something that, you know, People are not those resources. It is in within the interest of too many people for it, for it all to disappear. Like both internally and externally, and it, it, both internationally and nationally, there's too much at stake for all of that to disappear. Yeah. So, what if a lot of it, uh, international powers come into play uh, from different sides uh, and factions? If that happens. Well, I mean, that could be a bad and a good uh, or a good thing, right? So you could have mm, international influence coming in and trying to maintain some peace, and I would welcome that. Yeah, yeah but after, uh, if if uh, so, so, there would be a lot of friction if it's coming from yes. uh, the liberal yes, order. It's gonna it's be, fine, no, there's going to be painful. It's going to be painful. I agree with you that it's going to be painful. Okay, I agree with you that it could be unstable for a while. Okay. I'm just saying that I don't think the, the instability and the chaos will break it to that point that you're saying. 
washing, uh, taking the voodoo and Shiva's come and all of that. So you should watch that. It's pretty oh, good. My. And Susanna was agreeing. Well, she was party to that conversation. It's like she was. I like, think okay, she yeah. was a mix of amused and frustrated at the same time, which is usually what happens when I go. Um, but yeah. Oh, okay. I have to go. I have to go. But let's have that discussion. Go watch that segment because we already covered this. And you know, this topic with that Susanna, I don't know if I could do that because she knows all the details and I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. No, like, but 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 you should you should you should be you should join in the live stream and comment. Oh, Oxymoron is here. Oxy, Oxy, we're gonna. I'm gonna have to leave because I just got an email about something that I need to do with regards to Iranian protests and stuff. But did you want to say something else before we go? Uh, no. Uh, actually, can we both discuss and then we leave? Oh, you two, you, you, you two want to discuss it? Okay, sure. You two discuss. You got it. Okay, that was the joke. Well, go ahead then. Oh, yes, yeah. I'm friendly Muslim. Oh, yeah, so I, I left in between, so I'm sorry. I didn't uh, listen to a lot of talks you two were having in between. Yeah, so I, I was just quickly telling people that it was a case that there was a court case uh, and that there was a hearing recently. And so I think that's an ongoing situation. Uh, that's yeah, being appealed. What are I'm, your thoughts on it? Um, I, I, I think at, at the beginning I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe if there was access, then sort of when I saw what the further plans are, they want to start digging under walls now. They want to start digging here. No, uh, no. Hindu Hindu side is saying that they will, they, the most will be dis, uh, demolished. They just yeah, don't, don't want access. Uh, yeah. They want the mosque demolished and the temple uh, replaced. So do you think yeah, it's no, a good idea? I don't. I, I don't think it's a good idea. I think it's it's uh, things of. But do you know, think? I, I, uh, do you think it would be better? It's justified uh, for Muslims to have uh, their place of worship, uh, which is on the holiest of Hindu grounds. I think historically it's been there, um, you know, and so I think that's that's. So would you condemn uh, uh, the Muslim Hindus who want their uh, holy site back? I, I don't think, I mean, my opinion is that I think for that particular situation, I don't feel that there's any reason for it. Um, I I don't think there's, um, it leads, it's it sort of, you're going back thousands of years. Um, and no, 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 this, this is this is like Aurangzeb, so this is like 400 years. Okay, well, 400 years ago, I mean, it's just, it, it happened. Um, so, do no. you condemn Prophet Muhammad for doing something similar at Mecca? Because the logic was saved. So, RSS is sort of inspired by Islam too. So, do you condemn Prophet Muhammad uh, for breaking down the pagan temple and building a mosque? What pagan temple? So, the mosque, the mosque in the Mecca, it had idols inside it. It wasn't the Kaaba. Exactly He's talking about the, the Kaaba. Kaaba. The Kaaba. So it had idols in it, and then from what I understand, the it was a pagan was... temple. He was a pagan <laughs> temple. He came and turned it into a mosque. It's. I mean, it's well. It, the majority of the people there were then Muslims, and what had taken place. So as no, far no, as no. I, no. I, I think it, the campaign. What when the campaign happened, most people weren't Muslims. So. 
and the logic doesn't fit in because even today the most people are Hindus. And it's actually very generous, Iman, because it's not, the mosque doesn't have any real importance for Muslims. It has for Hindus. So don't you think that's a problem? It survived 400 years, uh, it being the way it was. Okay. Um, no, this, is a, this isn't the first time it was destroyed. It has been destroyed like 10 or 12 times. Hindus have always attempted to reclaim it. Okay, this so is not, not the first time. Okay, so how many times has it been destroyed? And they've tried I think to 10 or 11 it? times at least. How many years? Uh, uh, I think since second or third Islamic invasion of India. Okay, so I think I think you've you know it's it's gone on. Would you keep on trying to reclaim history backwards and forwards? I don't think it's okay. Friendly Muslim, side, he's but, no no. Friendly so, Muslim, you're so, not like you're, friendly Muslim. You're not you're not understanding what he's saying. Like you say, if you are being consistent, you're like okay, fine. If it has already been a certain way, because we don't have to change it, but because we don't have to bring history and change it. Okay, and you're saying let's agree with the standard that you're having and he's saying can we apply that standard right now to what muhammad did because if you agree that that's not a good standard they're all like oh this 400 years ago this was something else so we should change it right so muhammad also came in and said like you guys trying to see this kaaba thing abraham had built it for allah not for your pagan stuff okay you guys are doing pagan worship in kaaba but this was meant for allah so if you're if we apply your standards, Muhammad should have been like, well, that was a long time ago. So now it's a pagan temple. So let it be a pagan temple if we apply your standards. That's what right, Aksimura? Is that yeah, what you're saying? So I was asking if he would condemn Prophet Muhammad for doing similar something. Well, so as as I understand it, a uh, very good attempt. I saw this attempt on Indian channels trying to catch Muslims out with this uh, this uh, uh, if we can get a muslim to condemn the prophet then look we've got you it's 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 uh, okay me, that's I'm, hold on I'm, that's not that's such that's a exactly bad response friendly muslim no, hold not, on Xmer, wait not, it's such on, a bad it? response but it's I've such a it bad happen. response but then why is he duplicating why do you do an hold on give me a second give me a second it's a fair question if somebody is noticing like this is when people say when they don't have a good response okay if i notice a double standard okay and i bring up that double standard your response should be like why to show why it's not a double standard but instead of you know because people are asking if your if your standards are consistent but your response is like oh you just want me to say like to catch well, I, a muslim to condemn muhammad well, I, get it yeah, I mean, it's, it's the point, well, that's the, the point is like, what, what do you mean? Like, is that a response? So for example, no, let's say, for example, hold on, friendly Muslim, friendly Muslim, what you, oh, okay, okay, but that your first response is not a good one. If you come oh, to it, me, let's say, wasn't. for example, let's say, let's say I condemn, if I condemn Muslims for doing violent things, right? And then Hindutva does violent things, right? And I don't condemn them. Right, and you come to me and say, Armin, why are you condemning Muslims for doing violent things, but not Hindutva for violent things? And then I respond to you like, Oh, all you want to do is to catch me. Oh, was this your gut? You, you want to get me to condemn Hindutva? Is that what you like? What kind of a response is that? 
obviously, it's a good question. The, maybe oxymoron is copying other people because they're ask they're, the people who he's copying are asking good questions. Okay, go not a problem. I get it, and I and I I, I don't appreciate your uh, uh, uh your uh when you when you mock not mock me but when you repeat what I say. I, I mean, better of a British accent. You know, you make me sound very soft and very near when you when you repeat what I'm saying. But yeah, fine. Okay, I'm in. Well, I, I wasn't trying to do that. I know, I know. I just want you to put a bit more English accent when you're repeating what I'm oh, saying. Oh, you want but me to do put in the, You want me yeah, to use like, English accent? Some, yeah, put in more gusto in it. Like, let's, let's, you know, I don't know how to do accents. Okay, I don't right, know. Fine. To, yeah. okay, so, okay, so I'm going to answer that they were two different scenarios, in my view. And I'll tell you why. So as far as I understand that the consensus uh, of the people at the time was it was okay to change it back uh, for the actual purpose of not having idols. That's my understanding of it. I may have to research it further, but that, that's the answer uh, I got from yesterday. To change it back on... for the, sorry, say that again, to change it back for the purpose <laughs> of not having idols? Yeah. Yeah, that was the, what had happened. the consensus of the people were. It was fine that this was the majority there now, and that it not having idols in the It was the majority was by force. And... It came with the army. Yeah, okay, but, but they, and... They were not... and also India is now majority Hindu too. So if you want to yeah. go with majority, if you want to appeal to if you are trying to appeal to majority, then the, in, in India people could say like, okay, sure. That now we're majority Hindu, and the majority would like this to be a temple. So, if you want to appeal to majority, okay, but then they are operating under a secular government. So, therefore, if it's uh -oh. there, then and it was protected also uh, legally. That mosque uh, is protected legally. Um, uh, am I correct? Yeah, so, no, no. so the legal argument is different. I'm just raising a moral argument. Uh, there could be a legal argument raised that there wasn't a temple. Uh, there was the mosque cannot exist on a temple because they cite some hadiths where it says that it's wrong to demolish them, uh, demolish a temple, and there cannot be a pagan structure uh, inside a mosque, which there right. is. The walls so, of the mosque are very, very pagan in origin. Okay, for any Muslim, you cannot appeal to the law right now because the argument that we're making is what is more, what law would be the more moral law. So just because something is legal doesn't mean it's good. We're trying to figure out what is the most moral law to have, right? Okay. So and we're looking point... at the prophet as a role model to see if Prophet Muhammad would be a good role model to see what would be the most moral outcome, what would be the most moral thing to do. Because if we use Prophet Muhammad as a moral guideline, it would make sense right now that we have, we should turn this mosque into a temple by force. You don't have to apply every aspect of, of that as the, the um, okay, well, situation. Well, I mean, so Why not? I, I agree. I agree. I, mean, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. So you could, okay. if you, you could condemn one of them and condemn, not condemn the other one. However, you have to explain why. Okay. So I think if somebody is like, okay, I condemn this, but not the other because there are differences, then the audience, the person that is listening to that, would expect to be like, okay, sure, there must be differences. But then you have to explain the differences that makes one of them condemnable and not the other. 
Okay, so there's another hadith that comes to mind where they said that uh, the Prophet, peace be upon him, uh, would have either changed the shape um, of the Kaaba if it had been his way and and or the door would have been lowered. Uh, but for, for, for it not being of the people's will and not to cause a problem within the people, I, I, I left it because of the, the general consensus of the people was that it was to be left um, alone. So I would have to research it more to okay, consensus. The point. Yeah, you yeah, want to you okay? If you want to appeal to consensus, then that that also should be a temple. Most Indians are Hindus, and if you appeal to consensus, they would want that thing to be a temple. Then, okay. I mean, if that's the way, if we if we if that's oh. their point on it, then that's a fair. So you you think the majority? If, if in to... India the majority force their way upon Muslims, so majority rules. Like so, if what if in in India people want to just turn every single mosque into a temple just because it's a majority consensus, you would appeal to them. You would be like, okay, sure, let's get rid of every single mosque in India. I mean, I don't think it would be. Um, I don't think everybody wants that in India. Um, if it does okay. happen, so, then so we can confirm with this temple, with this temple, with this temple. You, mm -hmm. we are getting you on the side of Hindutva then. Because you're saying that if the majority of Hindus in India want this to be a temple, you're 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 agreeing with their side. No, I'm I'm not. See, this is the 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 issue I have where you try to put two different times, two different frameworks. Um, yes, we agree that they're say, two different frameworks. You agree if they with are. This. Okay, exactly. but can you explain I, I, the difference are, between the two terms, frameworks? If if we they're agree that temple. because they're different, we agree. Friendly Muslim. We, I mean, we made this claim. We agreed that because they're different, okay, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe diff, maybe it's not fair to say you have to be consistent, okay. But if you are right, then we we expect to know what the difference is that makes it different that you can pass different judgments on them. Okay, so we agree. I, I, You're right. These are two different scenarios. Maybe they require two different solutions. You're right. Yeah, but we because... don't see, me and oxymoron are not seeing the difference that would require two different judgments if you're seeing it let us know what it is, what that is okay so one was a legal uh, agreement that the mosque would not be changed um i don't know if there was okay. a legal agreement in place at the so, time okay no, when you say the problem okay there, it, it, what you're saying doesn't make sense legal okay at that time we had social agreements okay so a law is a societal agreement okay so the equivalent of that at that time would not because we didn't have courts and judges and stuff. The equivalent of that during the time of Muhammad would be a social agreement. And yes, we did have a social agreement equal to what we would consider a law right now that this, that, that this Kaaba is a place of, for worship for any god, including Allah. The Qurayshis were tolerant to accept the worship of Allah at Kaaba. The only thing is that they wanted to worship other gods there as well. They were very tolerant. They were like everybody could worship whatever the god they wanted over there. Muhammad was saying that they would no, only Allah could be judged over here. They included Allah in the gods that you were allowed to worship. Quraishis would allow it. So the contract, this was a contract that society had over there. So Muhammad was doing something that was illegal. The law at that time over there was like, everybody comes. This is a place where all traders come. We sell goods. We buy and sell things. And everybody comes and worships their, their God of choice. 
Muhammad went against that law, that he violated that law by force, removing all other gods and saying that by force, only Allah can be worshipped here. But he didn't just go in straight. There was a, a breakdown of the treaty, right? So it wasn't like the first time he just went in and that was it. Like they weren't the allowed to go of the there. Treaty. Yeah, yeah. The break. Okay, the treaty was signed by force as well. So the treaty was signed because Muhammad was getting more and more powerful with his with his army, right? But they didn't allow them to go for their Hajj and uh, twice, right? That was the yeah. yeah. Un- but you don't. But you don't okay. you, to fix that wrong. Okay, you can't do wrong to other people. Let's say, let's say, for example, the Qurayshis had no right to refuse people to go do Hajj. Okay, that's wrong. Okay. But then that doesn't make what Muhammad did justify because now Muhammad is forcing other people who had nothing to do with the betrayal of this treaty, who had gods that gods there that they wanted to worship. Like there, there's like little old lady that had a favorite god in Kaaba that wanted to go worship, right? She had nothing to do with the violation of this treaty that some other dudes right, had with Muhammad. And now she's being forced to worship Allah, nothing but Allah at the Kaaba, even though she had like, what the hell, what, the treaty, what treaty? I didn't do a treaty. Why can't I worship my own God? My the, the, the favorite idol that I used to worship is now broken. Thank you very much. Also, uh, since 1992, Hindus aren't allowed to worship inside uh, the Kaaba. No, uh, sorry, no, the, the temple. So the, there's, again, we can draw similarity. What right does Muhammad have? What right does Muhammad have to tell that little old lady to not worship a certain uh, goddess? Okay, she had a really, you know, had a favorite goddess that she worshipped, and Muhammad has now forcing her to worship Allah only at Kaaba. Okay, over some treaty that she had nothing to do with. But wasn't it a treaty of based on the tribes and all the people that were there? So therefore, her well, being part of that society, they had an agreement in place. That's such a collectivist mindset. She, that's guilt by association. Just because she belongs to a tribe that some other men, she has no political power. She has no decision-making power. She just belongs to this tribe. But she has no right to worship her God now because some other old men had sudden some agreement and some other other men... This uh, some by the way, the violation of the treaty was just a few members of one allied tribe, not the entirety of the people that signed the treaty. Now all of a sudden she has been forced to not be able not not have the choice to her religion. So Muhammad comes and says, like, to you, my religion, to, to each one to their own religion, everyone is free to choose a religion. But now he's forcing us to worship Allah only at this Kaaba. Like ever since Ever since she was a little girl, she used to remember worshiping this god at this Kaaba thing with her mother. She has really good memories of it. And now the same guy that says to you, to you, to us, our religion, and to to you, your own, like everybody's free to their own religion. Same guy is showing, marching up with an army to our city, and is telling us that we can't worship anything but but his god at this place that I grew up in. This is my home, my city, my family, my religion. That is being taken away from me. Our idols are being broken in front of us because we've been defeated. Because they had the they, because might is right apparently. They had the bigger army, so we just have to submit. Right. So we are at at the phase of. Exa- okay. Well, I mean, I take on board what you say. I need to. Do, I want to. I want to double check certain things before you. Uh, 
Like, it's yeah, a good question, yeah, but, but do you agree? Like, it, yeah. like once you get past the idea, oh, you just want me to condemn Gachi and condemn Muhammad, you have to admit mm -hmm. it's a good, even if we are wrong. Let's say, for example, you go look into this and you come up with a solid answer and we're like, you defeat us, okay? It is a good question. Can you admit that? I, 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 I feel in some ways it's defeatist because uh, we keep on going, well, it, it, it belongs in this time, this was happening. Here we've got a completely different situation. So you should go back and you should get this action historically because this is where we are here. And I, I don't think they're exactly the same. In all, we know in all that aspects. they might not. We know that they might not. I mean, like, okay, I, I just spoke Persian for a second. You understand that moral <laughs> consistency makes sense, right? You want to be morally consistent. Do you value moral consistency? I, I want to study what moral consistency um, okay, is okay. fully... Yeah, I think okay. Yeah, okay. You, we acknowledge like in we, terms of hold on, whoa, what's so feisty? Relax, all right. So, like, Muslims, that's not mm. very nice of you. You act like people are not being nice to you, but you like no, you I come know. back. Let, there's a delay in let, the audio, people are not interrupting you. There's a delay in the audio when you come back and you know you're, you're snarky. You're not very friendly not when snarky. you tell people like I'm not snarky, no. When you tell people, I... when you people like oh, so feisty, relax. <laughs> I know, I, that, I, is I, not I, friendly. Oh, that is not oh. friendly. That is not friendly. You tease me. I'm teasing you also while we're having a little conversation. I like to keep it light. I mean, you know, we walk That's around, not light. Right? That's how, okay. that's you know you know that gets to people sometimes. You know that, right? Okay, I'm no, I'm not. I thought we were we were good that I could call you a little bit feisty and. We're, we're I, I am with you, but humorous. I don't know, oxymoron, okay. like, I, I can see, like, because you were responding to oxymoron like that, you know that that could get on people's nerves. I mean, oh. it's fine if you guys are friends and you get, but it just, oh, it oh, just it, doesn't, it, it, it comes I'm across not... as a little bit, like, not friendly. I just let you know. Yeah, but go on. Okay, all right, sorry. I'm trying to figure out where, where the lines are. Oxy, are we cool that we can have a little bit of playful talk, or, or are we being very serious at the moment? Just just, uh, just go on. I don't I'm mind. Just, I don't mind anything. Yeah. You can just yeah. give me good reasons. Do you so want me not to tell you? The... Do you want me not to tell you if what you're saying could come across as snarky? If you want me not to tell you, no, that, you I can't. Wanna... No, no, you yeah. can't do it. It's okay. fine if you okay. feel that way. Then I don't I'm feel. Not... I, it's not about me. I'm just giving you some tips if you want. If okay. you don't want to, I will I... just stop. No, no, you're you're fine. You can you can tell me. I'll take it on board. Um, okay. right. Where were we, Oxy? Um, uh, so I lost my. So I wanted to time. ask you this: given on whatever information that is available right now, so can you give mm -hmm. a provisional reasoning that if Hindus should have a temple there, uh, or was Prophet Muhammad wrong? Because the theme is exactly similar. Uh, so actually, I, 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 I think, think Freddie was. Oh, that, that's you my personal opinion. I don't think they are um, similar. Um, in, in terms okay. of the situation that's going on, on can you explain the, of, the difference? Yeah, for the I don't think for what's going on in terms of the people, uh, the setup that's there in the country at the moment. I, I, I personally thought if they wanted to worship, they wanted to worship the outside wall or and it, it didn't disrupt anything, then I thought that was fine, that really wasn't an issue. I thought that was okay. Um, even if people wanted access, uh, part of me was like, okay, well. Is there a way they could arrange it? Could they facilitate it that something's moved back? 
I thought, okay, well, that, that might be a possibility. So I, I was also of the thought that, well, maybe facilitate them accessing that particular area that they wanted to. But then it was like, okay, well, now we want to uh, demolish it and then we want to move them somewhere. And then I was like, well, okay. are they going to do this for every place? It's legally no friend. Protected. Muslim, I agree with you with these things, but you're not explaining the difference between this and Muhammad. Muhammad did. You said they're different, I, but you're not explaining I, what. I believe the consensus. I my ch challenges are that there are different aspects in play, other than just okay. Well, majority rules. So if majority, okay, we rules, know. But what are the different? Can you? You keep saying different aspects, <laughs> but you're not telling us what those are. What the difference? I are. believe I am. I don't know where I'm. I'm okay. missing the point. Okay, tell me again. Time. What are the different? You say there are different aspects. What are those differences? Because this is a real life situation of um, access. Real life, I suppose. So maybe I'm not, I'm Muhamm not firing on on cylinders. Wait, Muhammad's story something. was not real life. No, it was real life, but this and it wasn't was about access. They came in when... and they decided as a consensus, as per my understanding, maybe wrong. That Which one, the Muhammad consensus or... was, yeah, for for the prophet peace be on them. That the consensus was that find removing the idols etc. out of that and changing uh, the inside function was was. Part of the consensus. Okay, you, of the friend, people. I'm not going to bother you about this, but you, we addressed the things that you said. Okay, Muhammad's okay. story right. was also real life, according to Muslims. It was also about mm -hmm. access, and it, I, and if you want to appeal to consensus, then in India, if we appeal to consensus, then we have to take the um, Hindu side and not the Muslim side, right? Well, so we already addressed this. You're repeating. Yeah, you're we, saying. Yep. Oh, okay. okay, so if they vote, so you, then you. That, yeah. Okay, so you're happens. saying. Okay, okay. So you're agreeing that you will agree with changing the mosque to a temple. That would that would make you consistent, okay? I, we, I just thought maybe vote, you don't want to. Yeah, okay. Yeah, if they had a vote, and the majority of the country agreed with it, uh, then that may be a possibility that that happens. Uh, personally, okay, okay. If I don't they gonna, are... okay. Okay. You, so so uh, you know I don't want um I don't want to like bother you too much because this is you're not you're not very used to this and you, I don't want you to like. Feels a lot of pressure, okay? Because if you were someone else that had experience with debates and stuff, I would like go and like, do you understand that like this is the consequences of what you're saying right now? But the fact that you try to be consistent, uh, I just want to celebrate that and just Aksumar, what do you think? Because that would make him uh, consistent. I'm I think this is actually good. Uh, this is better yeah. than that, but I expected his own personal opinion not the process itself what would he would for when he was around what do you mean what muhammad you mean? What, huh? no 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 if uh, uh the friendly muslim was uh, in india what would he vote for if there was voting done and why oh that doesn't matter really because if, if he's submitting to the majority rule even if he did disagree if the vote was but yeah if you want to answer i don't think that matters my friend muslim if you were indian uh, muslim would you vote for it to become a temple or would you vote for it to remain a mosque? Um, I would vote for it to stay a mosque for the general yeah. uh, society yeah. of the people. I, I mean, I would yeah, it... vote for people working together to try to find solutions. Um, that's my, my ethos on it. So, I mean, I would vote for was... it to be a, both a mosque and a temple at the same time, just like how Kaaba used to be before Muhammad ruined it. 
Okay, so tomorrow if uh, Arabs join Pegasus, so Arabs, would it be possible to bring? No, like, hey, like Aksumar, you're exhausting. Friendly, like, we want to keep friendly Muslim friendly. So don't don't <laughs> exhaust. Don't ex. He's not used to like. He's not like. This is he's new at this. You don't want to exhaust his. We don't. We, we he the fact that he actually entertained this this much because, um, he's he's very he's a delicate flower. And he, br- no, 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 I'm, I'm surprised. Fine, you know, like, I'm, su- just... I'm surprised that he stood us with us this long because I thought he was like, listen, you. I thought at the, in the middle of it, he's gonna be like, I don't appreciate being cornered like this. I don't know. I have. I don't have experience with this. I'm just here to make connection with people. And you guys, I feel I'm being attacked here. <laughs> I thought you're gonna do that, yeah, no, no, but I you mean, didn't. Been, so I, you're great. Kinda... You're getting better at this. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm a little Go bit. On. I am a little bit grumpy. I've had a lack, lack of sleep over the last couple okay. of days, so I'm a little bit okay. off, off the. You know, so I'm not like haven't had my my tea. Uh, you know, so like I'm like snappy in a way. Okay. So um, I was just covering the Iran thing, um, and that was important to me. You're more British than Muslim because you've got my tea. <laughs> you know, okay. and. Um, yeah, I'm a bit croaky at the moment. So, like, yeah, okay. fine. Grab your tea. Um, but yeah, I was, I was, you know, again, keeping it light. Also, I, when I was saying mm-hmm. feisty, it was just playful talk. I wasn't in the middle of the whole uh, debate. So, if you felt any kind of way, Oxy, um, then yeah. you know, don't be. I do want to keep these things like serious and light at the same time. Um, you know, uh, we are exploring thoughts. So um, I'm I'm all good. With but, that, go, so. but, but go but go consider thinking about this than what Muhammad did because it's what it's like I don't think it was what he did was justified the fa- the way he forced his religion upon the people right so okay. when it comes to worship breaking idols and stuff it's very inconsistent with the Quranic verse that's supposed to that you're supposedly have to are allowed to choose your religion breaking like. Um, I when I burn the Quran, right? I pay for the Quran, right? It's my property. I own it. I never go and take anyone else's Quran away from them and burn it, right? But when Muhammad broke idols, these were other people's idols. He broke other people's property. Okay. okay. So, so there's a major. So I am happy to revisit certain topics. So like now yeah. we've covered this. Like I'll research more. And you know, yeah, obviously, we can go have revisit and go. Okay, fine. You know, fine. I had that position, okay. but I'm happy to research further and be like, okay, well, fine. I'm solid on my argument why there's differences and and why I'm of this. I'm more than you know ready for battle uh, now, but you know, so I yeah. gave general answers. But next time, can I? You know, if yeah, yeah, yeah good, so- good, good. Can I, can I give you a tip? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's a very respectable position in the middle of an argument, even a heated argument, to say, Mm -hmm. hey, actually, that's a very good point. I haven't thought about that. I'm going to go think about this and look into this, right? And I, But I think when it comes to the topic of Islam, all right, acknowledging that the other person has a good question or is like bringing up a good inconsistency might be giving in too much because then you're putting you're questioning Islam. Sometimes I feel like Muslims, if you're debating some other topic that they, you know, have a position and you're disagreeing with them and you kind of challenge them and they don't have a solution, 
uh, they are ready to say like, hmm, yeah, that's a good point. I haven't thought about that. But when it comes to Islam, they don't do that that much because that would be questioning Islam. Yeah, no, I can, I can, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to review some a situation. Uh, I know, I know, know but like I had those two hadiths, but yeah, but no, you had, the, it, you I, had I, a way out in the middle of our discussion a couple of times that you could have taken. The, your way out was like, hey, oxymoron, that was, that's actually interesting. I, I don't know how to answer that. I'm gonna think about it. That is a very respectable answer. It's not a defeat. If you tell that to your opponent, that is not seen as defeat. People see that as a, as strength. To admit that you haven't thought about something in front of an audience is a show of strength. It's not a show of weakness. But I would have said, what do you think about it right now? Yeah, it's fine. You can get your opinion, but I would like to hear your opinion. Okay, I will give you another tip, my friend Muslim. I would say that I know you would like to hear my opinion, but I'm not comfortable giving an opinion until I have thought about it more. Oh, okay, fine. I, but then I thought that would have been categorized as waffle. And oh, look, he's no, 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 no. out of it. He doesn't you want to like... answer. But... Oh, yeah, no, right, no. If, we'll people, if people say waffle, I'm like, yeah, I am. I am. I am. Because it's not because I don't have. I would rather give an answer when I have thought about something. So, yeah, I am. I am. Um, I am. Okay, you, you heard it now away. in the chat, people. That, that's a that's a non-waffle response. So if you want to, you know, <laughs> ponder it, that's fine. That's not me running. That's not me running like a track star. That's just pondering it and wanting to give a better definitive answer. So for next time, <laughs> Armin's given a couple. So uh, if I hurt you, uh, I'm really sorry. I didn't really. No, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, that ah, that's, that's so sweet, Axumar, and you're getting better. Uh, at I didn't this. really want to offend Prophet Muhammad, but I was just contextualizing oh, no, so you understand. Screw it Prophet Muhammad. Who uh, cares yeah, about yeah, him? Yeah, 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 We're talking yeah, about friendly was... Muslim. That was don't, don't, okay, that, I thought you're gonna what? say I'm sorry if I hurt you, not offend Prophet Muhammad. Prophet Muhammad's no, dead. No, but then that's okay. good Okay, so there's a question for you too. Uh, so you weren't fine with the statue of Manu being held at some Supreme Court, near some Supreme Court, which now exists. Uh, you yes. were, were also not fine with, uh, uh, you were fine with changing character of temple for, for sake of social justice. So when the uh, female gender wasn't allowed to enter inside a certain temple. So yeah. do you think that uh, the principle of social justice applies to this temple too? Social justice, like how so? So because at uh, so the mosque actually the Muslims do the there's something called sacred space and there's something called holy space. So the mosque itself isn't a sacred structure for most Muslims. The uh, the Kaaba is the mosque in Mecca, the mosque in Medina, and I think Balaksha, they are very, very important for Muslims. Uh, there's no historical... So what's your uh, question? Get to, what's your question? So uh, can uh, principles of social justice be applied onto... Uh, uh, the, uh, I don't know what principles of social justice even means, but can you just tell me what effectively that looks like so I know what you mean? So can Hindus have their temple back? The right to worship on the same sacred land back because uh, it was taken away to humiliate Hindus. 
Okay, I think whatever decision that ha- is being made, it should be for not based on historical what happened before, right? I think uh, like um, at some point, because previous the, agreements, uh, I think the, previous pre- agreements have a shelf life, okay? They're after, like if you have an agreement that has like 200 years old, you cannot be like bring it to courts anymore, okay? Like it doesn't make sense because... If we wanted to have these standards, then all Americans should just leave United States and just give their hand lands to natives and stuff like that, right? No, uh, so in, I, in terms yeah. of symbolic, this is symbolic gesture. Can we have that? The okay, I think if, it, okay, I, I, I don't think anything should be forced upon. I think the most ideal but impossible outcome would for Muslims to be like, you know what? Let's just make this building a place of unity. How about we worship, we pray here to Allah, and you do whatever Hindus do in their temples, and we'll just show the world that we get along. And that would be like, we will make this place a, you know, a symbol of union and coming together, okay? That will never happen, <laughs> I don't think. But that would be the most ideal thing that could happen. Uh, which so Ambedkar like, wanted uh, Dalits to be uh, have access to the temples because they weren't for centuries allowed inside the temples. So it's illegal for a temple to bar certain caste. Uh, so can similar principles be applied to this particular land? That. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, um, first of all, it's not a principle, it's based on consequences. I'm just saying the best outcome would be this to be like, hey, let's just let Hindus in. Like, why not? Okay. Uh, and they would let us in and we would let them in. Like, fine. But yes, the people I would, wouldn't but, like uh, yeah, so, people. I know, I know. So we're talking about the most ideal scenario and, but, and the most realistic scenario. You're asking me for the most ideal scenario, which is impossible because people wouldn't like that. So, what what you're are you asking me for what we what the government could force from above i don't think the government should force anything from above when it comes to the what you have or what the government can do the government should respect whatever contracts and agreements that is based on current laws and ba- and agreed upon based on the current legal structure not something that was agreed upon 400 years ago the government's job is just to maintain and uphold that Unless the law is extremely unjust, and then you could change the law, right? But you can't yeah, just so change. Hindus are arguing that uh, the fact that we were worshiping there, so it's temple. So we have a right. Okay, to that's temple. nonsense. No, no, that's nonsense. Four hundred years uh, is too long ago. Four hundred no, no, years no, no, is no. too long ago. No, no, no. They were worshiping there till nineteen ninety-two. Before 1990, the Babri Nineteen ninety-two. Okay, do we have like legal contracts or anything that they could show that this was theirs and it's a temple? Okay, they can provide so, certain kind of evidence. That okay, they if they have it, no, 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 not it. Okay, it's not, it, they don't have to show that it's a temple, okay? Because even if it was a temple, okay, and somebody owns it, and the guy, let's say, for example, I have a temple, okay, and I'm a Hindu, and then, mashallah, I become Muslim, okay? And I, okay, I'm Muslim now. I own this building, and now I want my temple to be a mosque. Okay, I legally own it. I could I could turn it into a mosque if I want to. Okay, so what they have to come with evidence for is not that this was a temple. Who gives a crap? It was a temple. The people who own this building wanted now to be a mosque. Okay, if they have documents that this is their building and somebody should give it back to them and legally own it, then they could take it back and turn it into whatever. They could turn it into a whorehouse if they wanted. Okay, they could turn it into whatever they want as long as they own it. If they don't own it, who who owns the building? Who, I don't know who owns the who owns the goddamn building. 
Is the government actually the, the mosque is legally owned by uh, the at, from legal point of view, which is contested. The the structure is a mosque, but then the legacy of a mosque is concerned. So how okay, no, the building, the building, the land and the building, who owns it? Uh, the work board, basically huh? government. The work board, the work work what W A Q F whatever it is. So okay. which is Muslim body which owns it? Basically, there's no contract that government says that we have given it to them. It's just okay. they they claim to own it. So given okay, don't we have a law in India that says that anything past a certain point remains uh, whatever it was? Like if it's a yeah. mosque, it stays a mosque. So. It's a man. Okay. What year so was? What year was uh, we made that law in 1992. So, but the law could be problematic. So, the parliament yeah, the law, building. So, for in... example, it has been there for like hundred years. So, it doesn't have to be there for next uh, thousand years because it could be changed from okay. one place to another. Let me t let me let me tell me let me tell you this. Okay. I don't what what the solution is. Okay. I don't know because it seems like there's a lot of details here that I need to go through legal documents and I don't even have the legal expertise for that, okay? However, whatever the solution is, bringing up what happened like a long time ago doesn't make any sense, okay? No, they won't be bringing up what happened a long time ago. They will just okay. be claiming so, that this has been taken. So, and so the I don't know. So this seems like, this, is, this seems to be, okay, appealing to what the current laws are are the best thing to do okay because what is the most moral thing to do unfortunately the, is is not up to the government it's up to the people who decide that and the people are not going to decide the most moral thing to do okay so the best thing the best alternative the be next best thing is to just apply whatever the law is okay and given that i don't know what the law will decide everybody should just hire, hire lawyers they all sides should hire instead of appealing to people's religious passion and stuff just get the lawyers to figure it out and whatever the laws i mean whatever the legal system decides you go with that this is a, uh, more of a legal battle than a moral battle yeah it, morally, it that's, legal morally battle. that's what i was yeah, yeah. trying to kind of get out because of the complexity of it but you know i, I understand the general point i will review yeah, but, you your but your I, if you also. ask Oh, no, 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 but friendly Muslim, I could tell you what the most moral outcome is, even though I know legally the answer would be something different, okay? I could tell you what the most moral outcome would be, even though it's, if it's impossible. The most moral outcome would be to, for them to share it. I know I'm not naive enough to think that will happen, but I could still answer that. I could still tell you what the most ideal scenario would be. Okay. So, okay, fine. So, can we share 40,000 other temples to uh, the other mosques too? Because but they're not a they're not a point of conflict right now, so Wait, we can make the a, point. them point of conflict. Because they they what? want this is the start of the conflict. So every I'm not saying even you're saying mosque. can we make them can we share other? I said we can't even share this one. <laughs> I, I'm not. You're like can we do that? Yeah, did I for, say for sake of morality? I'm saying. Oh yeah, for the sake of morality, any building that is exclude like I think any any building that is excluding a certain group of people. For the because of the tribe that they belong to is immoral. Uh, like uh, doctors are tribe too, so hospital is tribal zones. Like, so. I, like that, you guys should. This is not a very foreign concept to you guys. That's what Dr. Ambekar thinks as well. So you guys should be familiar with this. Uh, 
anyway uh, i was yes. so right. i also wanted to share something uh, i i don't have a link right now uh, but do you mind reading how the leftist historians have denied the existence of a temple uh, before uh, in case guys, of ram temple send this as a, maybe a patron question if you want but i have to yeah. i can't go i yeah. can't leave you guys here because if i go i need to end the stream that's why no I'm no that, that's fine that we that's need fine. to end it's leave. been more than three hours dude. so um, okay, okay anyway if you get a chance could you email me those two pdfs um that would be great okay um, can you email me for it so i could um have it in my uh, respond to it okay great yeah, all right thank just, you so yeah. much okay, cool. all right guys Novid. all right thank you all right. guys <laughs> like the video subscribe leave a comment tell people guys both of you friendly muslim like tomorrow tell people to leave a comment and like so come on leave a comment leave a comment and subscribe and, to the channel and, and like and yes. uh, subscribe to friendly muslim secular jihadist uh harris sultan see us on sunday scoop atheist republic and also the friend zone news uh where i'll be covering yes. our conversation also yes thank you very much and stay away from communism Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs>